welcome to Offended, presented by the Anything But Credible Network. It's your host, Tricky, with Katie Katie Naked Lady. Hi. The announcer voice is back. Hi. And Idiot is also back. Hi. Shut up. Oh my god, <laughs> shut up. Alright, well anyway, welcome to Offended. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, Yeah. And we're not going to waste any time here. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers are your Super Bowl champions. Tom Brady, fucking Tom Brady, does it again. Ring number seven. He now has more Super Bowl victories than any other team in the NFL. Uh, That's pretty fucking awesome. And if I were a Patriot owner, manager, coach who had any decision in not re-signing Tom Brady, I would be fucking, I'm so happy. So happy that they're like eating their own words right now. Yeah, I feel bad for like Patriots fans actually. They're and the, and ones the Patriots like, team, they're like, like they're like rooting for Brady, but at the same time, it's like you can tell it's like that's oh, not the same. It still kind of hurts because we don't have him anymore. It'd be like if Pujols went and did really, really great things after he left the Cardinals. Yeah, that'd exactly. be exactly what it's like. Mm-hmm. Except mm-hmm. Pujols left by choice. He wanted to leave because he wanted more money. Right. Brady just wanted to keep playing. But. Uh, the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers are your Super Bowl champions. Um, it's crazy. This is their first Super Bowl win since their win in 2001, I want to say it was. I think it was 2001 when they won their Damn. last one. Um, That's almost 20 fucking years. I think it was 2001. I might be wrong. Um, but another fun fact, uh, their first playoff win this year, that was their first playoff win since their Super Bowl win in 2001. Oh, shit. Yeah. So Tampa Bay... Maybe a new title town, maybe. Uh, They also won the Stanley Cup this past year, but people have also brought to my attention that maybe it's L.A. is the title town because they won the World Series and they won the NBA championship. So you know what we need? We need a rubber match. We need the best players from the Buccaneers and the Lightning versus the best players from the Lakers and the Dodgers to go head-to-head in a game of dodgeball. That's what we need. Uh, That would be the best thing to come out of this fucking quarantine. Right? I, I would, would say soccer. But I would watch that. I would say soccer, but I don't think Tampa Bay has a soccer team anymore. They were the Tampa Bay Mutiny. I think they're. I don't think that's them anymore. I think they went to New England. Obviously, ironic enough for this conversation. Well, I'm down for a dodgeball match. Dodge, dip, dive, dodge, duck. Do- what? Dodge is from dodgeball. I know. Well, the fifth one's dodge. He says dodge. Dodge, twice. dip, dive, duck, and, and dodge. dodge. Yeah. That's what it mm. is. And dodge. R.I.P. That actor, I forget his name. I thought I remembered and I just left my brain. Um, <laughs> yeah, Super Bowl. Um, I will I will say this to the Kansas City Chiefs fans that are listening. So we are also Kansas City Chiefs fans. Okay. I, I have to preface this. I, I'm a huge Brady fan. I'm a Brady Mark. I've always been a Brady Mark. have been for a very long time. Probably since freshman or sophomore year of high school, I've been a giant Brady fan. And you got if you think about it, like some people are like, oh, it's not that long. That's that's pretty close to fifteen years now. We're old. We're old. Um and um you know whenever Brady retires, I have to find now I have to find a team to root for after Brady retires who I'm getting at. And I feel like I'm probably gonna be a Chiefs fan more than likely because I I love Patrick Mahomes. Mahomes is awesome. He has the best charity name too, Patrick and the Mahomes. Still the best. <laughs> Um, but he's just unreal. Some of the passes he was like throwing, like as he's being tackled, the one where he's jumping forward and diving and throws the perfect spiral 
ever and like a long pass too like holy shit this guy is gonna be he's gonna be in the super bowl for years to come no worries there kansas city but what i have a beef with with kansas city fans this week um they sound a lot like blues fans and what i mean by that is it's stop blaming the referees okay were there shitty calls in the Super Bowl? Yes. There was like two or three really bad calls that gave the Buccaneers one, not three, one touchdown. Gave them one touchdown. You take away that touchdown, Tampa Bay still wins that game. You know how many touchdowns the Kansas City Chiefs scored that game? Zero. They scored zero touchdowns that game. You can't win the fucking Super Bowl if you don't score a fucking touchdown. Sorry. But those are just the facts. Like, I would know. I, I just... It's, I just don't like seeing so many people be like, oh, these refs, these refs, these refs. No, it's not the refs. You still have to score touchdowns. The refs were bad on one drive. One drive of the entire game, the refs were bad. Other than that, the refs were pretty good. They didn't really call anything after from that drive. That one drive, I will say, was bad. I will admit that. However, that does not change the outcome of that game. Tampa Bay would still win that game. No doubt in my mind. Um. With that being said, uh, Brady, I think they said that was Brady's fifth Super Bowl Super Bowl uh, MVP he got, too. Oh, shit, really? Yeah. And he, so, this man just needs to retire. Retire happy and on top no, of the world. He said we're coming back. We'll no, be back. No, no. That's why I like him, though, man. Like, I like it. I love him for that because it's like, hey, I, he's like, I still got it. I still feel like I got it. Let's keep it going. I'm going to ride this baby till the wheels fall off. And I, I respect him for that. Well, the wheels are going to fall off, and it's going to be a sad, sad retirement year. Oh, you know what? <laughs> if Tom Brady turns into Brett Hall after all this is done, I'm totally on board with that. And by that, I mean, has anybody seen those fucking drunk Brady videos? Because they are fucking classic. Brady, I think, won over America by just being drunk at the parade. People are like, damn it. I want to hate this guy, but I fucking can't. Because he doesn't like, drink. Like, that's what him and Giselle, like, that's why they look so good. Their bodies are so healthy. They don't drink. They eat all the video, vegan. And then all of a sudden, Brady, the video, Brady wins. The video of him stumbling in that tweet. What was the tweet? Um, uh, the half, the, you could, like, he's. The drunk tweet. Like, because that video came out. And within, like, five minutes of that video coming out, he was like, nothing to see her. He said, put nothing to see her and that. H E R, not H E R E. Yeah. He just spelled her. Yeah. Um, here, let's see if I can even read it. Because it's bad and it's hilarious. Um, nothing to see her. Just lit till. And he put typed in L I T, lowercase. Uh, the T was capitalized. The second T was capitalized and then L E. Just a little avocado tequila. But he typed out. Avo with a capital C, Cado tequila. Avocado tequila. I think my favorite is when he's throwing the trophy and you can hear in the back, background. You no! hear his daughter. You hear his daughter no! going. You hear his daughter going, Daddy, no! Daddy, no! <laughs> and then you look over and you see Gronk going, No! No! And then Gronk being Gronk, he's like, All right, throw it. Like, <laughs> like if that thing would have fallen, it would have sank. Would it have gone down? Yeah, it would have sank. It would not have floated. Is that it, his that, MVP trophy? No, that was the Super Bowl trophy. <gasps> that's the Lombardi trophy. Oh, like the team's trophy. Yeah, like that's like the Stanley Cup. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I thought that was like an MVP. Like, no. Like, yeah, it'd be cool. But that like... was the Lombardi trophy. That was the Super Bowl. Oh. I mean, they would have found it. 
Right, yeah, they some would've... divers would have found yeah. it, but how how great would it have been just been like, oh shit, there it goes. Like, I mean, the team would probably have been like, ah, like, you but know. But what's so great is when he throws it and Grant catches it, and the way Brady turns around, you can, that's when you can tell he's shit-faced, because he turns around and he's like, ha, 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 and then he just goes, Whew, like, I made it. <laughs> like, he hyped it up too long to yeah. not throw it. Yeah, exactly. And he exactly. knew it. Yeah, exactly. He was totally like, well, fuck it. I got to throw it now. God. Yeah. But congrats to Tom Brady. Well-deserved. Um, Just fucking well-deserved, man. You get your ass. You lose to the Chiefs and the Saints in the regular season, and then you come back in the playoffs and beat both of them. Um, what's amazing to me uh, on the way to get to the Super Bowl, Tom Brady beat the three other best quarterbacks in the NFL in Aaron Rodgers, uh, Drew Brees, and Patrick Mahomes. Well, and what I think is cool, too, is Mahomes was like, what did he say? You said there was a tweet where it was like he wasn't like a big crybaby about losing. Oh, uh, Mahomes said, you're a legend. Yeah. He's like, Tom Brady, you're a legend. And Tom Brady replied back, you're a stud, bro. Like, yeah, so it's like all sportsmanship. You know, like, yeah, it's a game and it's an important game and it's their careers and their lives. And I get that. But also, somebody, is, it is a game at so, the end of the day. Right. And somebody needs to tell uh, Patrick Mahomes' little brother uh, to stop making TikToks because they're cringe. Are they? Yes. It's like him doing like this weird like dance. Did you not see Portnoy making fun of it? No. Oh, it's hilarious. Portnoy does the exact same thing that Mahomes, Jackson Mahomes does. Apparently, Jackson Mahomes is a big, has a big following on a, on TikTok. And gotta get those fans, you yeah. know. But um, yeah, you, you gotta stop doing those dances, man. That's bad. Just, just let your brother do all the work, man. Just <laughs> just ride your brother's just ride your brother's coattails on all the like the Gillette commercials and all the State Farm commercials. Um, just ride your brother's coattails. And speaking of commercials, can't talk about the Super Bowl without talking about commercials. Um, did you have any favorite commercials from Sunday? I wish you would have asked me to think about this because my brain just flopped. I like the Wayne's World one. That's my favorite. That yeah. was by far my favorite one. Um, the Cheetos one. The Cheetos one with Mila Kunis. That one was great. That one was good. Was me. Um, I just love how Shaggy was like the way like Shaggy like looks at them at the end. He's like, never seen that work before. Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny how normal Shaggy's voice is. By the way, his normal voice, his talking voice, is very normal. And then all of a sudden, he probably was like drunk one day trying to sing in his normal voice and then said, fuck it, I'm doing the voice. I used to be able to do it so well. It's, I've lost that impression. Thank God. I'm so I can't do it anymore. No. I used to be able I used to be able to do Shaggy like spot on. I'm so love all over. Boom, tastic, Mr. Fantastic. You got me at the Mr. That's I was kind of close. It's starting to get there. You have to make your voice a little raspy in order to do it. Okay. Never heard Boom Tastic? I have, I'm fucking born in 1990. Of course I've heard him Boom Tastic. Never saw Home Alone. You were born in 1990, so it's wow. like a fart. Um, another good one. The M&M's one, I think, is underrated that nobody was talking about. What happened in that one? With uh, Dan Levy from. Uh, Shit's Creek in it. When the one lady was like, I'm sorry for calling you Karen. And she's like, my name is Karen. And she's like, oh, well, here's another one. Sorry that your name is Karen. Yeah. Okay. It's that one. And then at the very end, like, um, David was like, sorry for eating your friend. And they're like, 
he's like, I'm not going to do it again. And the other M&M's like, are you sure about that? And they point at his car, and the red one's like screaming for help. And he's like, maybe one more time. That, that commercial was great. Uh, for us local people here in St. Louis, we had, I can't, I don't know how they pulled this off. They must have paid him through like Cameo or something to do this. But for, for us local people, Car Shield pulls just a magnificent commercial out of their ass. Car Shield. Car Shield. Of all things, Car Shield. Got a commercial with uh, Patty Maroon. Let me let me restart. Two time Stanley Cup champion Patty Maroon, one time Stanley Cup champion, one time Con Smythe winner, and the captain of your St. Louis Blues, Ryan O'Reilly, Ice T. Uh, I forget who the other one was, and the other one was sixteen time world champion, the limousine riding, jet flying, wheeling dealing, kiss stealing, son of a gun. Woo, Ric Flair. 16-time world champion. I mean, how the fuck did they get Ric Flair, Pat Maroon, and Ryan O'Reilly, and even fucking Ice-T all in the same commercial together? Who was the sixth person? It was somebody, like, kind of famous, too, wasn't it? Yeah, it was some kind of famous, but I can't remember who it was. Or fifth person. Um, Or was it the car shield? Or was it just a car shield guy? No, it was somebody. It was somebody else. They were on... I'm blanking, too. Car shield USA... I mean, I just cannot believe... Oh, it was Chris Berman. Whoop! Whoop! You know, remember part of my take makes fun of him? Remember how we used to always go, whoop! I didn't know that was him. That's He's the one... Chris uh, Berman's the one that started that sound on okay. ESPN. He, like, <laughs> he would recap Sunday football and be like, he's down the field, he comes out tackle, whoop! Nope, he's not going to get tackled. Yeah, it's I didn't Berman. know that was him. Yeah. I mean, just... what? A, yeah, it's five. So what a way... I just... I, I'm just blown away that car shield pulled that off and it's i probably think it, it was cameo it's so funny i watched car shields um behind the scenes making of their new commercial they put out during the blues games which is just ryan o'reilly and uh pat maroon and darren panger uh panger darren pang we call him panger oh <laughs> but they put out that commercial the commercial is like goofy it's kind of funny but it's like i could have made that commercial like, that commercial is not hard to make. That commercial is very easy to make. But their behind-the-scenes video on how they made it, their quality on that is better than the actual commercial. Really? Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck? Why didn't you use this? Like, this is so much better. Like, the camera work, everything, so much better. One was probably shot by an iPhone, and the other probably. one was shot by a very expensive camera um, that didn't that didn't read well on TV. I'm trying to think. Uh, this was, I have to give the Super Bowl a little props this year. Uh, this was the first year in a while that almost all of the commercials were goofy. I wonder fucking why. It was, but they were, even before then, even before then, they were still like emotional. I wonder fucking why. They haven't why? been goofy in so long. Because half of America hated having a black president and freaked the fuck out. And then we elected fucking Orange Face. And the other half freaked out. I'm not saying half, because, but it's just... We have been divided since fucking Bill Clinton, probably. Bush, Bush, we were more folks on 9-11 than we were on See, the I don't president. think we were that divided with Clinton. No, I, that's what I'm saying. That's, oh, yeah. that's the last time. And I think Bush just carried us over because he was kind of goofy, kind of silly. Nah, we no, were focused I, on 9-11. The, no, it's, it started to fall apart after 9-11. I when, know, but I, I'm saying, that, but we were still at least America because we were very yeah. united. But then when Obama got elected, it was like... All the racists came out of the woodwork, and Republicans freaked out because a Democrat was president who didn't know what he was doing. And then 
well, leading to Trump. It's just been a thing. If people want to talk about like racist things out there, um, this past week I rediscovered an old Monday Night Raw clip um, with Hulk Hogan and Shawn Michaels beating up an uh, abrip. Um, why am I drawing a blank? A Middle Eastern. No, but it's like a like a a terrorist. No, no. Um, Arabic American. That's what they would call him on Raw. Oh. His name was uh, Muhammad Hassan. Oh, God. But the character was played by an actual New York Italian person. He was Italian. He wasn't even Arabic. Like, so that was the gimmick. And this was in 2005. So we're... Post 9-11. We're obviously post 9-11, but it's only post 9-11 by two and a half years. So it's still very fucking fresh. So we use him as a bad guy, and the whole point is that he actually loves America, but he hates the people in America because he's being vilified as a villain when he's like, I'm not a villain, though. I'm just an everyday person. But they had him do, like, Middle Eastern, like, tendencies and stuff. And it's like... Very, like, racist. Yeah, Stereotypical. yeah. Yeah, and he comes out, and, like, on the clip that I found, you hear the announcer go... This is the most obnoxious entrance in WWE history. And it's just him coming out, just raising his arms, just doing nothing. He's not doing anything, like, outlandish or anything like a wrestler. He's just actually just walking to the ring like a normal person. And it's like, oh, my God, this is so bad. Like, this is so bad. And then he takes off his, um, what's it called? The, uh, their, uh, head head piece. Yeah, I don't know what like, it's called. I don't know what it's called either. Um, but he takes off his, like, headpiece at the end of the match wraps it around Shawn Michaels' throat, and starts to hang Shawn Michaels over the ropes, right? Bad. Another bad look, um, especially when it was predominantly featured on news at the time, on news stations at the time, that like terrorists and stuff back in the day mm-hmm. were beheading people and hanging yeah. them. Yeah. So it's like, Jesus. Like, what? Who Who approved this? It's This is 2005. It like, is true. Shit we wasn't, were a lot less. You want, there's no social media around for anybody to get pissed off about. Yeah. It. People, I mean, people um, might be pissed off, but they're just oh, going to turn bad. off. I like the how TV. we went from the Super Bowl right into this somehow. Mm-hmm. But um, <laughs> then, uh, like, as Michaels is getting hung, basically, all of a sudden you just hear Real American kick on Hulk Hogan's theme song, and the crowd goes fucking insane. Needless. In it, uh, needless to say, it's also in New York at Madison Square Garden. Oh my God. So this place, I mean, it is one of the loudest wrestling pops I've ever heard in my life. Like as a wrestling fan, when Hogan comes out, pushing away what's happening in the moment, just to hear Hogan's music kick on and him come out, it's fucking awesome. It's fucking awesome. And then you're like, oh yeah, it's not so cool anymore when he gets in the ring and sees who he's beating up. But it's just like, <laughs> like holy oh shit. God. How do we get on this? Um, oh, you were talking about how funny the commercials were. And I'm saying because the climate oh, yeah. of the climate of our political parties yeah. has cooled yeah. a little bit. It hasn't been. It's been fucking crazy the last fucking. Yeah. At least the last eight years. It's been bad. It's been bad the last eight. Yeah, I agree. I totally agree. And, I, and I'm not saying bad because I disagree with policies and shit i'm saying because people are fucking racist or people are fucking racist so um that's that's what i mean by that and people i feel like need to stop getting so offended by others saying cancel culture needs an end because i think cancel culture does need to end but if people are being complete utter assholes and they're being racist or um 
I don't know, committing sexual crimes or shit like that, you deserve to get canceled. And that's something that would always take care of itself back in the day, I feel like, anyways. Now, I feel like we're, like, looking for stuff, you know? Like, if somebody's, like, you're digging through stuff and you're looking, like, pulling up, like, old tweets and stuff, it's like, you gotta stop that. Stop that. Well, because we're the... This is the first... I mean, I don't know. Social media has only been around. MySpace was around. That's the first social media, really, since 2005. So, you know, 2000, yep. 2000, 2005. So we're about 20 years from when we started posting on social media. Which is as crazy a, as a to think about. Society. So it's like we are we have to navigate new rules because you can't pick up... In 10 years, it's going to be like a non-existent thing because people are now smart enough to know not to post anything on social media like that but who i was 20 years ago 15 years ago 10 years ago well we were kids too. well yes we were children we were children but people who are older were not but also people can change like i'm i'm all about the culture of accountability right but cancel culture it's not doing better it's doing the same but on the opposite end typical offended right here getting so off topic. Yeah, we're talking about Super Bowl commercials. That's right. That's right. We're going back right into Super Bowl commercials. Okay, right? go. Go. <laughs> That's right. That's a podcast. This is why we're a podcast. Listen to Andrew Schultz. You need like you need to have ADD to listen to his show because they get so far off topic sometimes. They really fucking do. Um, but uh, the Bud Light Legends commercial was funny when they brought all the old Bud Light um, commercials back in, which I think it's funny, by the way. As Budweiser was saying, oh, we're not going to have a Super Bowl commercial this year. We're doting our money that we would have had for the Super Bowl to COVID relief. And a bunch of other like car companies, I think Apple did the same thing. A lot of places uh, donated that money to COVID relief. And I'm kind of starting to wonder now. It's just kind of hit me. Is the reason why we didn't get like any like sappy commercials like that is because all the snap like the sappy commercials the people who don't are the ones that donated because they care about all that's so sad <laughs> but can you guys just do funny commercials right. next year because budweiser Cause always has really great because budweiser will have a funny one and then towards the end of the game they always have a very serious one like towards the end of the game like remember after 9-11 when they had the clydesdales which is a fucking cool commercial don't get me wrong that commercial still gives me goosebumps when i watch it when they get to new york like they they go like across America, like walking. Then yeah. when they get to New York City, they like get down, bow down, yep, like to where the World Trade Centers were. Like that commercial, hands down, probably one of the coolest commercials, if not the best and coolest commercial ever made. Like, I agree. Um, but yeah, it was just nice to not have all that sappy shit this year. Toyota had one. The visually, visually, that commercial, Toyota's commercial, was fucking cool as shit. I just think we're sad enough this year. Right. I'm already sad. <laughs> I'm already trying you know I'm not to about? drink every day. Do you know what I'm talking about, though? <laughs> uh, the girl. It's about the girl, uh, paraplegic, like I think swimmer. I, was, I might have fallen asleep. She, well, she was a paraplegic swimmer. Doesn't have legs, and she's swimming through. It's like an empty space, but she's swimming through like all these like life like moments that she had. Oh. But it was a car commercial. <laughs> this is where this is where I don't get it. it like. Like the Jeep commercial with Bruce Springsteen, has, which has now been pulled because Bruce Springsteen got a DUI. Uh, it's come to light that he had a DUI back in November, so they pulled the commercial with him in it because it's about driving. <laughs> oh, God. But it's about like meeting in the middle, like for Americans, like to meet in the middle. Let's come together again, be Americans again, blah, 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 whatever. But to me, it's like, sell me on the fucking car. Don't, like, I don't care about this shit. Sell me on the car. Why should I buy a Jeep? Why should I buy a Toyota? I get what the message, I get everything behind it. Cool, it's nice, yeah. But what does this do for the car? 
They're just trying to have a platform to give them give their right. But their, commercials their are opinion about, of the you know right. So you get a little bit more of a feeling of how these companies but, feel. But in full honesty, those commercials, a lot of people aren't going to remember those commercials. You want a cool commercial. Show me a concept car by Toyota that looks like it's from the fucking future because everybody's going to remember that. That is true. You can't hear you if you're not stre- away from I'm the mic. I'm stretching my neck. I'm sorry. <laughs> my neck is bothering me. But you get what I mean by that? Yeah. No, I agree. Um, another funny one is the Jimmy John's commercial with uh, what's his name from oh, Everybody Loves Raymond. Yeah, Frank. <laughs> Frank, which he would be a badass like mobster. I thought that too. I was, I was like, like, why have you not been in good. serious movies? Yeah, he's pretty good. I want to watch you be a fucking villain. Put him in Goodfellas. I would be down for that. Yeah. I'd be so down for that. Um, I'm drawing a blank on the other commercials right now. I know there was a couple other ones that I thought were like pretty funny. A lot of there was one that everybody hated. It was that guy in the cornfield, like, just playing the piano for, like, vitamin water or whatever. But um, it was for some drink, but he's just not a good singer, and he's just playing the piano. I loved that commercial. I loved it. Everybody else hated it. I think I'm the only person that loved I that commercial. I don't even remember it. Here, I'm going to play it for you real quick. Okay, so I found it. It's the uh, Oatly uh, Milk. So it's milk? Oh, it's uh, Milkless Cow. No, Milkless yeah, well, I, it's I'm, oat milk. I'm it's gonna, oat milk. I'm gonna play it because I love this commercial and everybody hated it. But it, people are so right. Like on YouTube, it's like I think they did the right thing here. So many people disliked it that so many people are talking about it. It got them publicity. And the shirt that the CEO, because it's the CEO of the company who's singing in it, they sold out of that shirt. Didn't they really? Yeah. <laughs> it's like milk. probably like lost a bet or something he's you know the ceo he's probably i totally think that they made it bad on purpose to get publicity and to get people talking about it they were probably like dude you got to sing that little jingle you made up what they should have done is should they should have put in owen wilson like you said put owen wilson in just went wow wow i'm gonna i'm gonna redo this commercial for them just put owen wilson in wow (laughs) wow no 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 wow probably could find all the words there's not that many wow i made one before have I never showed you that? No. I've never showed you that? Uh-uh. All right, I'm going to play it on here because it's 35 seconds long. Uh, this is Remember that Beck song called Wow? No. Na, 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 na. Na, 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 Wow. Never heard that? No. All right. I can easily remake that commercial with Owen Wilson because I've already done one before. Oh my it was God. that. Probably uh, have all your work saved. That's on YouTube. 
I know, but like the wow clips or something somewhere. Um, but yeah, that was good. Uh, I, I just absolutely loved that commercial. Uh, another good one was the State Farm commercial with Drake and Paul Rudd. Oh, that was funny. When was it? Patrick, was it yeah, it was Patrick Mahomes. He goes, at least yours looks like Drake. Mine, <laughs> mine doesn't even look like me. He's like, come on, spitting image, and he like fumbles the football. <laughs> Um, that one was good. Uh, let's see. Well, there, there's a couple others that I, I can't remember off the top of my head that I remember like actually really enjoying. Um, we got to see another Falcon and Winter Soldier commercial. That show is going to be fucking awesome. And we need to catch up on WandaVision, by the way. I know. I keep hearing such good things about it. I just hear that it's just getting crazy. We're, we watched the first two episodes and people are just like, you have to watch it. Watch it. I just need to be hooked. I wasn't hooked on the first two. I know it's leading to good places. Mm-hmm. It's just committing to that next episode. Right. Um, what were the other fucking Super Bowl? Oh, the Mountain Dew one with Cena, which the whole point was you have to count all the bottles in that commercial to win a million dollars. Good luck. I don't, Did someone do it? I think somebody had to have. Because somebody just probably just guessed and they got it. Um. Are you looking to see up if someone won? No, I'm not. I was looking up whether Super Bowl commercials were there. Uh, the Norway one was okay. Just Will Ferrell just going, damn it, popped me every time he did it. Damn it. <laughs> um, yeah, there's. I guess that's... Uh, that was the bulk of them. Yeah. Oh, the best, but the best, besides Wayne's World. Wayne's World was the best. Um, there was one other one that was fucking great, but it got pulled... At the oh, last minute. yeah, I really wanted to see that Was one. T-Mobile's commercial with Tom Brady and Rob Gronkowski. Because that one's hilarious. Where, like, the network's spotty and Brady FaceTimes Gronk. And he's like, uh, what should I do? You know, now my contract's up. New England's not going to resign me. What should I do? And Gronk's like, come to Florida. Retirement. Let me tell you about retirement. It's so easy here. You have weeks to do whatever. Like, saying so- he forgot... The sand is soft, like saying mm-hmm. stuff like that. But on a spotty network, all Brady heard was, you're soft, you're weak. Like I'll come out of retirement. <laughs> yeah, I'll come out of retirement with you. Um, the best is Brady looking at his phone going, oh, I'm weak. Oh. <laughs> and then, no, I think the best is when. <laughs> I'm coming out of retirement. When, when I'm Gronk, going to Gronk is Bay. watching TV. Yeah. And Gronk's coming with me. <laughs> and he's like, what? I guess I'm not retired yeah, he anymore. Goes, he goes, I'm retiring from being retired? Yeah. <laughs> Mom, where's my football pants? I love Gronk. Like, how could you not like Gronk? I think if that would have, like, officially aired, that would have been hands down my favorite. Mm-hmm. See, like, I know, like, he Brady had another commercial pulled years ago on his last Super Bowl win when he hands him, like, it's like a, it's for a bank or it's for a safe. It's for, like, a place with, like, all these, like, safes where you can, like, store stuff. And Brady's like, hey, I want to store these rings. And there's five Super Bowl rings. Right. And at the very end, he goes, oh, almost forgot about this one. And he hadn't won it yet. It was that game. It was that night. Oh, shit. Really? Yeah. And he goes, oh, almost forgot about this one. That was the sixth one. See, that's such bad luck. But Brady, I guess, does that kind of shit. No, I love it. Brady calls a shot. And he's like, I'm going to win. I love. See, I love confident athletes like that. People may call it cocky, whatever. You have to be cocky to be a pro athlete. You have to be. You have to be somewhat cocky to, like, make money, to be a superstar. To not listen to fans to get right. in your head. And... Look at all the popular, like, athletes. 
Jordan. Jordan was an asshole. Yep. After but, watching that documentary, I'm like, oh, man. Like, I didn't know you were such a douchebag to everybody else. Yeah, but he was motivated. It, yeah. When it came to basketball, when it came to getting in his way and getting what he wanted, he was going to make something up in his brain to hate you, <laughs> to motivate himself. Like, I don't know. I love that shit. Conor McGregor. Conor McGregor's another one. His career's probably about to be over soon, but, I mean, doesn't erase the doesn't erase the accomplishments that he once That's had. That's true. Um, Brady's another one. Um, I'm trying to think. I'm drawing a blank right now, of course, when I talk about this. We're but there's so li- many live, other Todd. There's so many other athletes. Uh, LeBron's kind of cocky, but I mean, I'm sure there's hockey players that are cocky. Oh, the hockey! All hockey players are cocky. Yeah. If you're not cocky, I don't want you on my team because you're probably a pushover. Soc- except for except soccer. for except for Ryan O'Reilly. Ryan O'Reilly seems like the nicest person in the world. But I mean, even Bennington was like, "Yeah, do I'm I look not, nervous? I'm not nervous." Well, there's your answer. Yeah, yeah. And the best is like last two weeks ago when they played the Sharks and Evander Kane spears uh, Jordan Bennington. And they're like, Jordan, what did you do to provoke uh, Evander Kane there? He goes, oh, nothing today. Yeah. <laughs> that was good. Mm-hmm. I did like that. Ruby was a fucking asshole when he played. Ruby would I sucker be- punch people when I he played. I fucking believe that. He's kind of a scary human. Like the story when he chased down Jeremy Roenick, he's like, I'm going to get you back. Yeah. And for years, he for years, like when Ronick was like had like shifts against the team that Baruby was playing for, Baruby would be yelling at his team to get off the fucking ice, get off the ice, Ronick's out there, let me get him, let me get him. Because apparently, <laughs> like Ronick got a good hit on him one time, and Baruby's just like, I'm gonna get you back. Baruby never forgot. Well, Ronick signs with the Philadelphia Flyers, Baruby's uh also in the Flyers organization at the time. This is about 2000, 2001. Uh, Ronick's in the locker room and he looks up and it's Chief and Chief goes, Hey, Jeremy, punches him square in the face, knocks him out cold in the locker room. He goes, Told you I'd get you back. Uh, get ready. We're going golfing in an hour. And they became friends ever since. <laughs> the, who was the guy he was chasing? What's his name? Jeremy Ronick. Yeah. Jeremy Ronick was saying, like, he's like, I would get, it got in my head. I, mm-hmm. I, I'd go out for my shift, and I'd be fucking terrified that he'd be out on the ice. Like I'm I'd coming. be, because <laughs> apparently there was like shifts where you hear him going, "I'm coming for you. I'm yeah. fucking coming for you." He's like, "It fucking worked." <laughs> I yeah. regretted my decision to sucker punch him that one day. Right. Um. Yeah. Super Bowl in the books. I miss football. We hit our parlay on the Super Bowl. Good things. Looking Thank forward. Fucking God. Um. Good things. Good things. Now we're now we're gonna miss our parlays by one game in hockey every yep, week. Now every week, mm-hmm. it'll be fine. We'll just I'll just happened. live with we it. Should have won thirteen hundred dollars last week. I know. I'm just gonna Fucking live with an angry gambling Fuck boyfriend. Fuck the flames. All right, Super Bowl in the books. Nice little talk. Yeah. Got off topic there a few times. I mean, it's our style. Fuck it, bro. If you're listening to the show, if you're an avid listener, you know what you're getting yourself into by now. Yeah. I was going to say, when I pause, that's when you have to... I don't, I don't have nothing to say. I got nothing to say. Maybe should, Maybe that should be your catchphrase. When I pause, <laughs> when I pause, waiting for you to say something, you should be like, I got nothing to say. <laughs> that's a good one. <laughs> All right. Before we get into songs of the week, let's hear a quick word from our boys, our sponsors, Anything But Credible Podcast. Well, hello there. Dukes, Keith, and Griff here from the Anything But Credible Podcast, a.k.a. the ABC Pod. Fellas? Holla. Oh, hello. We're here to let you know that you could be possibly missing out on the best podcast ever created, aside from the Offended Podcast, of course, and you don't want to be missing that. Now, what makes us the best? Griff? Uh, yeah. 
Great. Keith, uh, exactly. Look, I'll keep it really simple for you. Crazy people, crazy news, crazy theories, crazy uncredible. That's right. We made that word up. Griff, Keith, say something crazy for me. Corey Russia Royce wants you to believe in real. real. Nice. Look, you can find us just about anywhere that you get your podcasts, especially Apple Podcasts. Also, don't forget to hit us up on Facebook at ABC Pod. That's ABC POD. Twitter at underscore ABC Pod and Instagram at ABC Podcast. Check in with us for a new episode every Monday and join the conspiracy to commit stupid. We will see you then and shout out to the offended podcast. Adios. Later, guys. Like you more than a friend. I'm not going to lie. I absolutely love that this is Songs of the Week. This is our theme song for Songs of the Week now. Is it Jungle Boy? Yes, of course. Starzan Boy. Starzan Boy. Songs of the Week. Maybe we can get David to cover it for us. It's Songs of the Week. Make sure to go check out our playlist exclusively on Spotify at Offender Presents songs of the week which is updated finally. thank god finally um i feel like i'm stuttering a lot this episode like words aren't coming out correctly i don't have anything to oh say oh my god <laughs> jesus you're annoying on this episode because Why? now you're not talking i'm, I'm we have to fight I'm, once an episode oh it's just god. a thing now just start fucking songs of the week or you, you want me to go first sure like, what do you want me to I have do six songs so you should go first. Well, one of my so actually, I think I have five because I think you took one of mine. I did take one of yours. Yeah, so I have five. So you can go ahead. Um. So my first one is "Rolled Up" by Benny Sings and Mac DeMarco. That was you had that last week. No, I didn't. Yes, you did. No, I didn't. No, all of mine last week were. Katie, you had it last week. Todd, I'm looking at my songs right now. It was two weeks ago. Yeah, you stupid <laughs> idiot. <laughs> oh shit. Fuck. Well, it's still my song of the week. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I really like the fucking song, okay? It's a really good song. I will give you that. Okay, sorry. Sorry about that. <laughs> it's my so memory weird. is so bad. It's weird that I remember that. I know. Why do you remember that? I guess because I just made, like, updated the playlist yesterday, and I was, like, listening to the song and just really enjoyed it. And was like, damn, this is a good song. She discovered a really good song. You're welcome. Twice. My first song this week, uh, Kings of Leon, their second new uh, song that came out with their other one. They put two songs out at the same time, but 100,000 people, Kings of Leon, really good. Yeah, I was not picking that. Fuck Kings of Leon. Even though you like them. You I just did. don't like the one album by them. I didn't. I have never listened to Kings of Leon until the popular album came we had, out. We had this, this this exact same discussion on an episode like two weeks ago. I know, but you made me listen to the old stuff and I like it. So, I'm going to give it a chance. Okay. Oh, it's my turn. Um, See, you're not, you're not on top of it tonight. I don't know why. I don't know what to say. Uh, my Ex's Best Friend by Machine Gun Kelly. That was one of mine. That, that was the one of mine yeah, that you stole. It's such a by good Machine one. Machine Gun Kelly and Black Bear. Um, I swear to God, I never fall in love. It's just fucking great. I want that sound of music to come back so bad. It's, I mean, if Machine Gun Kelly puts out another album with songs like that, it might. I hope so. That I might have just jump-started so. punk music coming back, honestly. Punk, Good punk, punk music. Punk pop. Eh, I won't. I like that style of music, don't get me wrong. But it is kind of a slap in the face to real punk music. 
But I like real punk music too. I want all of it. True. I want all of it to come back. Mm. All right, my next song. Since, you know, I've realized that I think I've thrown in an 80s song ever since I've heard Dugan bitch about 80s music on Twitter. So <laughs> why not keep it going? So uh, my next song this week is called What You Need by NXX. NXS? I can never pronounce their name correctly. Alexis. No, shut up. God, no. Because <laughs> Alexa now is going to go off. Be like, what did you say? Let me get louder now. I'm a little bit of, a little bit of Alexis. <sighs> From Shit's Creek. I get it. <laughs> I'm just trying to help you out. NXS is what they're called. A little what bit. You of... need. Uh, so you're ruining it now. Now, now you ruined it. You ruined. It. What's your song? What's your song? Uh, number three, "Calm Like a Bomb." Rage Against the Machine. Now, who's it by? I was not that pausing hard. For, pausing for uh, pausing for effect. Uh, I don't know how to do week. I've never done this before. That's a great song. What movie is that from? Trivia question. Should I know? It's, in my opinion, it's one of the best movie sequels of all time. A lot of people don't think so. The Matrix? Yes, it is. Matrix Reloaded. I, You know, I need to rewatch all of those because I really only remember the first one. I know I've seen all of them, but... second, I love the second one. The third one is just... Like, the ending, Poop. the beginning and the end of three are really is really good it's the middle part where they're they don't go to the matrix like at all in part three see i don't remember that they're, i don't they're remember in the, them exactly you don't remember because it's not a rememberable movie you don't want to rewatch the third one you want to rewatch the fight scene at the end and like the beginning like of them trying to get neo back and then the middle is all like a big fight scene in the real world where they're fighting the machines but it's just the same thing over and over and it goes on for like an hour. Yeah, like I've seen this. Right. That's why I don't like Transformers. I don't like watching machines fight. Mm-hmm. It just like gets just boring. It gets boring. I mean, it's I, I get what they're doing. But like the whole point of why we like these movies so much is not because we wanted to see more stuff in the real world. We want to see more stuff in the Matrix. See, I probably would like the third one. I probably liked it when I watched it. Mm. No, because they, they picked weird actors to like be in the second and third movie too like actors that they're not good mm. why would they do that i don't know especially the third one that, that that weird little guy like he's trying to be like neo he's like obsessed with neo like that guy is annoying mm. i don't remember yeah um my next song shout out to the weekend i loved his halftime show it was good a lot of people didn't um I don't understand that because for the first time, and this is actually, this is why a lot of people didn't like it because there's not enough shit happening around the performer. Instead, it actually focused on his music rather than left shark. Yeah. Shit like that. Or like what, how many fireworks can we light off? How many light shows can we do? The weekend paid $7 million of his own money. So he could do what he wanted to do during that show. That's a, he's a fucking artist. I, he did a really great job. Was it the flashiest performance? No. It's, was it the most... He didn't want that. He what, wanted to be focused on his music. Right. Was it the most similar to what the artist actually puts out in his mm-hmm. music videos and stuff? Yes. 
Did I enjoy it? Yeah, it was cool. Like the scene with the mirror maze, like that's from his music videos. That's from Blinding Lights. Dude, when I saw that meme about... <laughs> Telenias? Telenias. I was like, oh, so many bad flashbacks came back in my brain mm-hmm. of being at Telenias, which I haven't been to since probably 2015, mm-hmm. 16. Right. It's been a while. Um I'm a big weekend fan. I loved his performance. I thought it was one of the better halftime shows in a while. Last year's was terrible. I don't care what anybody says. Shakira and J Lo sucked. They did suck. And then, like, and of course, people are like, "Oh, if you say you didn't like Shakira or J Lo, you automatically get labeled as a sexist." And it's like, no, I just didn't like the performance. I don't like them. <laughs> I don't enjoy their music. Number one, and number two, like, it was just them shaking their ass the whole time. I didn't. I, I like that, sure, but like, I don't know. Like, I I I enjoy music more. I don't know what to so, I don't know what to tell you. The thing about last year is they were like, one is two badass women because you have to agree that they have fucking empires. Like these women built empires. They're badasses. They're both very talented. But I agree with you. I'm not a Shakira fan. I'm not a J Lo fan. Sure. Do I like them? They're dancing. Like they're good at what they do with their type of dancing. But it's more of a cultural dance. It's not necessarily like uh, it's like the same. It's like the same thing. The reason why you like the weekend is because they did it from more of like their own personal style, their own personal culture, and how and they had, brought that in. And it's yeah. the same for the weekend. That's why people don't like the weekend's performance because it wasn't flashy enough. No, but what I loved is that like it's the same argument. He literally brought in like a like symphony with him. Yeah, that was awesome. No, but I'm the saying- symphony is such a lost art in music, in my opinion, that people need to appreciate more. Because I don't think people understand how hard that is to pull off. No, I get it. But I'm saying like Shakira and J-Lo's like dance moves, we didn't understand. Like white people were white people. It's like a Brazilian... Or not, yeah, Brazilian, I know. I'm we sorry, know that. South America, like, they brought in dance culture from South America, which was like super important to them, their music, their yeah. culture. But it's not something that always reads well to the entire audience. Yeah, I'm not That's saying what, that. I'm yeah. I'm basing their performance off of the music, and I thought they were bad. Oh, I they didn't? No, they didn't do Their singing well. was terrible. And when then they... I'm not basing saying, it off of like their dance oh. moves or anything like that. I'm, I base halftime shows off of the singer's performance off of his music. I thought you were just saying like overall. No. That's what I'm saying why I liked The weekend so much because it was actually based on his fucking music and not the performance. And see, I'm all about... I could go either way. I like music. I'm a performance person, but also I'm a fucking... Da- my background is dance, so it's like your dancing better be fucking phenomenal or else I'm just kind of like, meh. Mm-hmm. You know, teach his own. Right. And they and people act like... I don't know. Back... A year ago, people acted like, oh, it's J-Lo and Shakira. I'm like, yeah, they haven't been relevant in fucking 15 years because nobody won't perform at the Super Bowl last year. Like, I don't know. It's just dumb to me. And people are like, oh, my God, they were so good. No, they really weren't. Sorry, I hate to break it to you. They were were good. They were fine. I'm not a fan. Wasn't a fan. But, again, I'm judging their music, not their, like, ass-shaking. I mean, the ass-shaking was top-notch. Yeah, it was great. They did some good action. It was phenomenal. Their their dance moves and what they incorporated and their style and like their like culture and like what they're doing was great. But for me, musically, I thought it was terrible. You know who did a great job? Lady fucking Gaga. Lady Gaga was good. She did great. Nothing nothing tops Prince and U2 though. Those, we didn't even bring them in the conversation. Those two are the best. They weren't in the last five years. No, they weren't. But those two are still the best. It's just the same... The weekend is the same argument 
and the people are saying the same thing that they said about Justin Timberlake like four years ago, three years ago. People thought his performance was boring because he focused on his music and not like going crazy at the Super Bowl. So many. This is where this is where I hate our country is like because we would prefer Katy Perry over actual artists. We would prefer that's what it, fireworks, that's what it is. light shows, all this other things instead of listening to the fucking music. And that's why they're on that stage. That's why. That's why we know them. We know them for their music. Like, you know what? Like, I don't know. That's just. No, that's what, exactly what I'm saying. We, the, as Americans, we would prefer, not me. I'm just saying the general public. my heel. It's not even my heel. Uh, we prefer Katy Perry's Left Shark over a fucking quality ass mm-hmm. show. Mm-hmm. Let's throw some sparkles and some color. Throw some money at it, and it'll be the perfect show. Bruno, remember Bruno Mars? He was actually good. His was awesome, Oh, my too. God. His was so good. What happened to Bruno Mars? I don't know. Can you come back and make some music, please? No doubt. But anyway, uh, The weekends. Tell Your Friends is my uh, third song this week. Oh, shit. We still are. I got lost. Tell Your Friends. That's like one of my all-time favorite um, weekend songs. Singing about popping pills, fucking bitches, living life so drill. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. It's a nice baby-making song. Ew. Who does that? Banging. Banging's fine. Making babies, ew. Banging. Having the sex. <laughs> You're so gross. <laughs> My fourth song is Shot in the Dark by Ozzy Osbourne. Nice. So you're picking songs of everything that I picked on your playlist this week. Yes, that was my theme. Quick and easy. They're all songs I like. Okay. Email Ticketmaster. They said they refunded uh, my Ozzy Osbourne tickets. What? Did they? Yeah. Well, at least you get your money back. I don't get my fucking Christmas present. Uh, and the 1975, since we bought it with a gift card. Did you... I got a question about yes, this. I'm ready. We're going we're gonna to sell this on the air because I hate Ticketmaster so much. How did we pay for the other ticket? Did you buy I, the other ticket? I bought the other ticket. Did you get that refunded? Yes. Okay. All right. Then we're good. No, I totally did. Um, Ticketmaster, this is this is a, a little uh, the more you know for anybody out there who has bought a ticket to anything on Ticketmaster using a gift card while the pandemic was going on and something got canceled, say an XFL ticket, concert, whatever it is you want to go to. If you have a gift card and the event was canceled, you have to reach out to them. They don't automatically refund. It's fucking stupid. You have to reach out to them and then they'll send you a gift, a new gift card in the mail to you. That's so dumb. Yeah. Yeah, because I was going to buy, and the reason why we're on this, we were going to buy tickets to the weekend because he rescheduled his tour for next year. He's going to Enterprise Center, and tickets are like 30 bucks. Fuck yeah. So, and I want to go to every concert next year, so. I think we should go to the weekend and then go to party at Tulania's after the concert. Yep. Uh, and as of right now, uh, AEW is still coming to St. Louis in June. They're still, they're still hope hoping. Let's so. They're keep. I love that they're being hopeful. I love they're like we're just gonna keep pushing it back. We're not gonna cancel it. We're just gonna keep pushing it back, pushing it back, pushing it back. I love that. Love it. Love it. Love it. Um. So my fifth and final song is "Let My Love Open fifth. the Door." Yeah, that's my fifth. It should be on four. No. Yeah. That's one. No. I have two songs left. Because you have six songs. I took it off. This is my fifth one. Rolled up, my ex's best friend. What was the last song you just? Calm said? like a bomb, shot in the dark. Oh, it's my turn then. Oh. I think. No. 
How do we get fucked up? My fifth song is Let My Love Open the Door how by do you, Pete how Townshend. How are you on five? I'm on four. Well, you do two of yours. But I'm, I was after you. I know. I thought you... Oh, it's because uh, you said the one song that was already on, and then you just went again instead of just letting me go. The Mac DeMarco song that you said two weeks ago. When you said that, you immediately just said the next song. That's why. Did I? Yes. Okay, well. That makes sense. I don't here. know why you don't we're here understand now. what I'm saying. <laughs> I don't know if I'll ever be able to do a podcast without fucking up. <laughs> I think I'm just going to throw that out there now. It's so simple. You let it You let it just, you know, take over your brain for some reason. It's very simple. Podcasting is not hard. We just sit and talk. Are you not used to it because we don't talk to each other anymore? Because yeah, we, we just, just sit in separate rooms? We hang out in separate rooms and watch separate TVs. <laughs> we're we're going to get two TVs in our living room so I can watch my shows with headphones in. That's fuck. Are we married or something? It feels like it. So you, why don't you let me go? I already said it, though. Oh, what was it? Let My Love Open the Door by Pete Townshend. What, what was his last name? Townshend. Townsend. Townshend. Townsend. 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 I'm telling There's you. There's an H in there. Townsend. It's Townsend. I am pronouncing it for you. That's how it's pronounced. Townsend. Well, anyway, Let My Love Open the Door is one of my all-time favorite songs. <laughs> no, by, I, by Pete Townsend. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh. Um, it's T O W N. I understand. S-H-E-N-D. I'm telling you how it's pronounced. E N D. I think you're wrong. So uh, we just, I just listened to a talk show host by the name of Jimmy Fallon introduce Pete. What's his last name, Katie? Townshend. No, it's not. <laughs> God damn it! It's Townshend. I'm not going to say it that way. That's not how it's written. He's the guitarist. And for fun facts, I know you don't know this. He's the guitar player for the Who. Really? Yeah, that was his solo. Like, oh, that's a great fucking song to go solo on. Mm-hmm. He had a few that were really good. Yeah, he was like when because the Who broke up for like a while, and he went solo and made some unbelievable music. Yeah, it's like Bob Dylan and is it like Bob Dylan esque to me? The guitar sounds like it. No, you don't hear you don't hear that at all. No, I'm just surprised you use Bob Dylan because you like that song because you don't like Bob Dylan. I don't. It. it I would like Bob Michael Dylan. Rollins, I would like Bob Dylan if he sang on beat and his his voice no, didn't sound see, the way it sounds. You don't like early Bob. You don't like folky Bob Dylan, but you like rock and roll Bob Dylan. You okay. like knock knock knocking on heaven's door. I do like that song. That's a good song. You like a lot of other songs by him. You just don't like his folky approach. When he's not really singing it on key, but it works. No, it doesn't work. Because it's Mr. Dylan. How does it feel? I like folk music, too. I like folk music. I like that twangy stuff. Be there out there on your own. No, I hate that. Like a rolling stone. That might have been my best Bob Dylan impression And we have it recorded. I know. Uh, My fourth song. You're still confused on how, like, I have two songs. Yeah, I don't know. Katie. For the hundredth time, when you f- did your first song, which was rolled up, since it was already said two weeks ago, you just immediately jumped to your next song. So that erases five songs for you. So you only had four now. 
Okay, okay. <laughs> you look confused. Well, I'm you... allowed to look confused. I'm not saying anything. I don't have anything to say. I just don't get how you don't understand what's going on. I do understand. You just said you didn't. Well, you're giving me weird looks. Oh, my God. Don't spin. <laughs> don't say the exact same thing I'm saying. Just say your fucking song. My fourth song is by Phoebe Bridgers. Uh, she was a musical guest on Saturday Night Live, which we'll get to in a second. Uh, in the song, Kyoto. Um it's a great song. She was really good, very talented. She did a great job on SNL. Yeah, she did. Uh, we'll get we'll get to SNL in a second. Uh, and my song of the week. Is Making a Fire by the Foo Fighters off their brand new album. What is their new album called, Kate? The new one that just came out this week. <laughs> <such a idiot. laughs> I hate you. I hate you so much. <laughs> Medicine at Midnight. So, like Making a Fire that. by the Foo Fighters off their new album, Medicine at Midnight, is your song of the week. And it will be played in its entirety at the end of today's show. All right. Well, that was the shit show that is Songs of the Week. Every week. No, it's not. It's really not. It's really not. You know, I actually like worked on it this time. and Maybe don't. <laughs> Maybe just go into it with a free mind. Well, I try that, and then you're like, you have nothing to say about your songs. What is that song? Can you describe it? No, you can't. Well, I'm sorry. I thought we were hosting a podcast. I didn't know that we could just be silent the whole time. I have nothing to fucking say. <laughs> well, anyway, those are your songs of the week. Make sure to go check out our playlist exclusively on Spotify at Offender Presents Songs of the Week. All right. What's What's next? What? What did I do? Next up, we're going to go into... <laughs> Uh, let's go in the face and heel, face and heel of the week. Do you want to start? Where do you want me to start? Do you have enough face and heels or do you need to, uh... I have heels. You don't have a face? Why don't you start with your face? My face of the week is Dan Levy hosting Saturday Night Live. This episode of Saturday Night Live this past week was easily the best episode of this season and... I wish that Dan Levy could just be on the whole year. Like he was really, he funny. was so good. I didn't know how he would like be on the show. He is kind of the same almost in every. He's just playing himself yes. on Shit's Creek. Um, Dan Levy is David from Shit's Creek. For those that don't know, um, but he was he killed it on SNL, and I got a little worried at first because his monologue wasn't the best. I'm like, oh no, he's gonna bomb this. Mm-hmm. And then every skit he was in, I mean, he kind of stole the skits, like all of them. The one with the chili was so gross. That was gross, but that was so great when they all started uh, breaking character at the end, when uh, Kate McKinnon was Dr. Fauci at the end of it. Yeah. That was good. The Zillow, the Zillow skit is one of the best SNL skits of the last five years. That skit was fantastic. Because it's true. Because yeah. we're all like... It's so true. Hot and horny 35-year-olds said, look at Zillow. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> what was the one I was dying at? It was towards the end, wasn't it? I'm like, because SNL, for those that don't know, I feel like people do know this, but SNL has a format where the beginning skits are always the skits they think are the funniest. Right, right. So they that are going to get there. over so that people right. watch. So and... they stay on the show, and then they go into the musical performance, and they go to update. Then after update, 
the skit, normally the one or two skits after update, depending on how much time they have left, are also skits that they think are funny as well, but they might be a little weird. And then they do the music performance for the second time, and then they do one more skit after the music performance. And normally, that skit is always the most fucked up and weirdest skit that, like, Lauren Michaels is like, I don't understand this, but we'll go on last. Because all you, like, all the writers and stuff think it's hilarious. So he's like, this is your free pass. Yeah. <laughs> this exactly. is the one you can get on the show. I'll let, I'll allow it. Exactly. So I think the last skit, it could, it's either, it was either Hot Damn, which was hilarious, or the Wedding Friends skit, which was also kind of funny, too. When, wedding friends. When they're like, are you sure you want to get married to that guy? Oh, I don't know which one it was either. And then the it gets better when they're like, it gets better. But we still get we don't get bullied by better. our. Yeah. They're like, it gets better for when you're friends with straight people. But it actually got worse with gay people. <laughs> like it gets better. I don't get bullied by straight people anymore. I just yeah. get bullied by gay men. Yeah. <laughs> that skit was great. Um all of them were good. They yeah. literally SNL hit a home run this weekend. This weekend, uh, the Universal Studios skit was hilarious. Oh, that was so good. No, you need to turn your mic off. <laughs> yeah, that skit was great. Like SNL this past week actually felt like an old SNL, like '90s SNL episode where they were ripping on the SNL has gone back to like ripping on both sides again. It's not just a far left show anymore. They totally were ripping on both sides. Weekend Update was not holding back on anything this week well i feel like the whole show in general was like ripping on cancel culture and then the week the weekend update was just like because then we're just gonna be michael che like people tried to cancel michael che for a joke he made like he made a week ago wasn't it yeah it was a joke he's a comedian people like this is what he does i think the joke was like about trans people being back in the army being allowed back because biden repealed the whatever the Mm. ban it was like, oh, don't ask, don't tuck, or something. That was the that was the joke, but it's like he's obviously which wasn't even bad. I mean, it's guys. We grew up on fucking Robin Williams. Robin right. Williams from Aladdin, Robin Williams, from uh, from Mrs. Doubtfire, rated PG movies, um, was one of the fucking most slanderous fucking rated, comedians rated out PG there. PG movies. He he was a very popular comedian in PG movies and did oh, PG comedy. Yeah. Well, but on the other end Rob of the Williams, spectrum, George Carlin. Like, but I'm saying on the other end of the spectrum, he was a dirty fucking man. Oh yeah, can you imagine like George Carlin and Rob Williams right now? Their shit would be canceled so quickly. Right, and I'm not saying I'm not saying like people who are transphobic should be making trans jokes. I'm not even saying straight people who are not trans should be making trans jokes. I'm just saying. Michael Che is obviously very liberal, very, I would feel like he's pushing for people to have equal rights, like just in general as a human being, but. The best joke of the night was Michael Che talking about Morgan Wallen, because Morgan Wallen just, I mean, he's an idiot for saying the N-word, and you're a fucking idiot. Um, But he was made a joke on Update, he's like, Morgan Wallen just got caught in the news for saying the N-word, I wonder where he learned that word from Colin. Looks over at Colin and they cut, know, to, so they cut to Colin Joseph. He's just staring at Michael Che with a straight face. And you can hear Che giggling like in the background. Yeah, he's like, fuck you. <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm saying, com- I will say this till I die. Comedy will be the only way to bring everybody mm-hmm. back together. Like, 
it's it's a good way to joke about sensitive issues to make it not so fucking right. like teeth pulling to get through these things as right. a like if you're not coming from a place of hate like if i don't hate i if i don't hate white men and i joke about white men being stupid i'm not coming well, from a place of hate i'm coming from just a platform to try to right to extend i, I don't know it's so fucked up cuz like you're making fun of people but at the same time, you're willing to be made fun of and you're not coming from a place where it's like, I actually believe right. white men suck. Right. Yeah, that's, a, I don't know if that makes sense on here, yeah. but. I mean, I think, I, I get what you're saying. Yeah. Um, like if Hitler was joking about killing Nazis, it's not fucking funny. That's the right. extreme opposite of what I'm saying if people right. don't understand. Um, the one thing, one of my favorite parts of the whole show. Or did I say killing Nazis? I meant killing Jews. What did I say? I don't even know what I said. I'm sorry. I don't know. I wasn't really paying attention. Um, You're such a dick. <laughs> uh, the one part on update where they uh, they brought on Mikey Day and Heidi Gardner, and they acted like these this law firm or not law firm, but they acted like this company that cancels children on Twitter. Like, like this seven year old little dunce. This guy's a racist. <laughs> like, this kid needs to be fucking canceled. Like, that was hilarious. Uh-huh. So they again. Update just completely ripping on cancel culture, basically being like, shut the fuck up for like five minutes. It's oh, it's comedy, people. Like, shut up. We don't need to be canceling right. seven-year-olds. Right. Uh, or tweets from 20 years ago. So uh, what's your face? Uh, my face. Uh, I thought I had it in my head. Again, we're hosting a podcast I here. Got to use your words. Well, I know what my fucking heel is. You told me your face before the show started. Oh, my God. I don't know. What's your face, Katie? My face is the Wayne's World commercial. Jesus Christ. I knew I had one. I knew it was a good one. I just forgot it. We purposely, like, didn't talk about it I know. for I your face. I got stressed out. I got stressed out. Why do you not write this stuff down? I do sometimes. <laughs> oh, my God. Again, this show is not hard. Podcasting is not hard. You make it hard. So my face is the Wayne's World commercial. Um, can I say Dana Carvey hasn't aged at all? Like in that he wig hasn't. and those glasses, I'm like, are you like, have you aged 30 years? Because you don't right. fucking look like I it. I don't like Cardi B, but she was perfect in that she commercial. She was perfect. Especially when she goes, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it was good. It was good. I think the boys enjoy it. Watching their uh, role models. Yeah. So. Yeah, we saw the little teaser for season two for the house. Yeah. They were not thrilled with that, but <laughs> a side Gar- note. Garth for was. Any- Garth was happy. Anybody who, for behind the scenes, for people who watch the house, the dogs actually are terrified of the camera <laughs> for no reason. <laughs> they just start acting weird out of nowhere. So no, it's like and, pulling uh, teeth. Shooting that teaser was the first time where Garth was actually like, I'm on camera. <laughs> So that's my face. Uh, my heel of the week are people online complaining about Phoebe Bridgers on SNL this past week for smashing her guitar because they said that's Ooh. not that's not woman like to smash guitars. Oh, oh fuck them! Yeah. I didn't know that's what they were saying. I oh, thought yeah. they were more expe- like upset about the yeah. guitar being smashed. Yeah, and I love Rolling Stones. Their uh, article they put out, they put well Phoebe Bridgers put on a great performance on SNL and of course the internet got mad about it. What's new? That was their title for their article. <laughs> it's like people are totally just done. People are totally just like, "Oh, what's new? The internet got mad again." 
Oh my god. And then the best was a comment I saw today by this guy. He was like, did Jimi Hendrix have to, uh, you know... Apologize Did for... he have to, like, explain why he smashed guitars? No. Let this badass chick smash her guitars if she wants to. Well, it's like that Lady Gaga interview right after uh, Disco... What's her... What's that pop song that came out? Disco... No. It was a Bad it, Romance, wasn't it? No, it was before Bad Romance where she was in the music video with, like, a rapper and it's, like, her first album. Poker Face? Poker Face, yeah. So it was then... And she was getting asked in an interview by someone. They were like, so you're... This is when her... This, they were talking about that, but this is when her second album was coming out. Yeah. Because it's when like, she started dressing weird. And yes. Yeah. And they're like, you're so sexual and all of this stuff. And she goes, no, I'm a fucking rock star. She goes, if a, a guy was up there singing about all the fucking chicks he banged or, you know, was dressing provocatively or... Mm-hmm. Talking about, like, he'd be praised. sexual stuff. He, yeah, he'd be praised. But because I'm a woman, you're asking me why? Like, no, I'm a fucking rock star. Right. So shut the fuck up. Mm-hmm. So similar things. Yep, definitely. And uh, I don't know. It's like, and I saw a comment. It's like, it just didn't feel like it fit in there for her to smash the guitar. It's like, shut the fuck up. Go be an artist then. <laughs> hey, there is, here, that's why you're on Facebook com- talking about it. And she's on fucking Saturday Night Live actually fucking doing her dream. Shut the fuck up, you idiot. Go be an, go put your whole life into being a rock star. I hate people, man. I really do. I like these, it's become more and more of, I don't know if it's because we're in quarantine and like people have nothing else to do but be on social media, but all of these fucking people who critique every little thing on social media now, you guys fucking suck. That's all I, that's all I have to say. You guys suck. When I'm on social media, I don't go out of my way and start just bitching about something. No, I'm actually going on social media and, like, going at the people for just being assholes for no reason. Like, shut the fuck up. Like, shut the fuck up. If you see me on social media commenting on something, I'm normally going after somebody for being a complete douchebag. I'm not just going – I'm not just, like – You don't just pick targets because – Right. No, I read through it, and I'm just like, why would you say that? Number one, it's ignorant. Number two, I'm going to make you look like a fucking idiot. Because I like to chirp. I don't know if you know that. But I guess that's just my hockey background, wrestling background. I like to chirp. And I'm very good at chirping. Because I normally always win. That's all I got to say. Who's your heel? Um, so I was going to have a different heel, but my heel is uh, the pronunciation of Pete Townshend's last name. Oh, my God. All right. I'm and that joking, was your I'm face joking, and I'm heel joking, of I the week? Real, I have a real heel. <laughs> my real heel. Um... All these fucking Republicans not admitting that Trump incited a fucking riot. That's all I got to say. The Trump impeachment trial is a fucking joke. It's like, it's like toddlers. It's like watching fucking toddlers. Like, no, it didn't happen. But bitch, it did. It fucking did. Do a fucking fair trial. That's all we want as like a government and as people. Like, you should be held accountable for your actions. You did some stupid shit. You get held accountable. So fucking hold the fucking former president of the United States accountable for his fucking actions. Right. So that's what I got to say there. Like, I don't want you fucking representing me or my opinion or my person or my values or anything if you're not going to vote this. What he did was wrong. I don't care what side of the aisle you stand on. There are certain things that what he did was wrong. So that's my fucking heel. Nice, and that is your face and heel of the week. All right, moving on. Uh, obviously, well, if you read the description of the show, or I guess the title, because I'll put it in the title. We're obviously, I don't know why I haven't said it on the show, but I, I made fun of this with you like a few weeks ago. I'm like, oh, 
Like, I guess we don't have to, like, spit in chocolates made fun of themselves for being like, oh, we haven't said who's on today's show. When he's like, well, isn't kind of redundant? They clicked on the episode. They know who's on it. It's, it's, it's in our fucking title. Like, which I agree with. But I always feel weird, like, RA for not saying, like, what's on our show. But oh, we're I gonna... never feel like we do. We don't. Yeah. Um, but the lyric game, we're bringing it back this week. And we're going we're gonna to add a little twist to it. Instead, we're going to read lyrics off from, like, Disney songs. And we have to guess the Disney movie instead of guessing the song. Well, you get an extra point if you get the name of the song. Yes. Which is, I feel like, going to be very hard. Yes. Also, um, I will say a lot of my lyrics are um, literally one verse. Because if I would go before or after, it's like, I don't know. It would give away <laughs> the movie. It says, like, characters' names or right. movie name or oh, something. Oh, there's a few lyrics in here I was reading through. I'm like, well, i got to skip that line. Yep. Yep. So, um, but yeah, that will be played immediately following us talking about dynamite. It's gonna be quick, even though dynamite was so good this week. But before we get into all that, let's hear a quick word from our boy, the PS Five list, Mister Kyle Fauche, and oh, the Going Off Topic that's Podcast. So mean. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Kyle Fauche here to tell you about my brand new podcast, the Going Off Topic Podcast, brought to you by the Anything But Credible Network. On Going Off Topic, I look at all forms of media from different real and theoretical angles that you don't usually hear about. From movies, to TV, to music, to sports, to gaming, to anything really. You never know what the topic will be, but you're guaranteed a new angle and a different conversation about it, that's for sure. You can find Going Off Topic anywhere and everywhere that you get your podcasts. Check out our social media feeds on Facebook, Going Off Topic with Kyle Fauche, on Twitter, going underscore off underscore topic. And don't forget about anythingbutcredible.com where you can find everything for the pod, including the written blog post. That's right. We're carrying over the going off topic blog to anythingbutcredible.com too. So check it all out there and I'll catch you on the next topic. Holy shit, Katie. Holy shit. What an episode of AEW Dynamite this past week. The entire episode from start to finish was absolutely top-notch storytelling. Grade A storytelling. Like, I give AEW Dynamite a solid A-plus this week. Like, it gets almost... It gets a 98% for me. It almost got 100, but it gets a 98% just for the fact of the wrestling logic here that David brought to my attention that I didn't even catch the first time watching the show, but it's kind of funny that Sammy Guevara, when he goes in to the... (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. When Sammy Guevara goes in to see MJF and he's like, cameraman, stay here. I want you to get this. And like the whole thing was MJF being a dick to Sammy and then... Sammy's like, oh, were you recording me? And like through the phone, it's kind of like, but wait, you just told the cameraman to stay in the room. Like, isn't it on camera too? It's being recorded also. (laughs) Right. It's like if Sammy didn't say, hey, cameraman, stay in the room. I want you to see this. It would have been fine. But because he goes, I want you to stay and get this. It throws off. Recorded on his side. I know, but it throws off everything. It throws off that whole that whole segment. So because of that, it gets a 98% out of 100 for me. 
Because I was like, "Way to fuck it up, Sammy." And I was just like, that, "That's redundant. That whole segment's <laughs> kind of redundant now because you threw in that one line. You take out that line, and the segment's great." Yeah, actually, the show is what from seven to nine. <sighs> yeah. So it felt like it was like 40, 40 minutes. Everybody, out. every wrestling fan on Twitter, Jim said it's me. David said it's me. Like everyone was like, "This episode flew by." I'm like, that's what happens when you fucking put on a great show. Like, you don't want it. That was the first time in a while I was like, when Dynamite was over, I'm like, I want another hour. Like, I want one more hour. I was just surprised. I was not ready for that to be over. It was still going. I was like, man. Everything. Not not that it was still going. It was like, man, it's 8.50. Storytelling from start to finish of that show. Literally every wrestler on that show had a story tied to them in some way, shape, or form to where they're relevant on the show. Nothing was a throwaway. Everything mattered on Dynamite. Yep. That's that's where they beat WWE in my eyes. That's where they beat NXT. NXT still has these matches. NXT's always done this. Even you go back to like when they were only an hour long on the network. Like NXT had these matches on the show. It's just they're just showing off like a wrestler. He's not involved in any story and he just beats some jobber. And it's like, okay, what's the point? Like I get like you're showcasing this guy, but this is time wasted that you could be using for something else at this point. Well, and that's use why... The, use the new guy in a story. Well, that's why the slow burn and, like, the... We were talking about this, too. Is... What are they called? Tween... Tweeners. Tweeners. And it's, like, they have so many tweeners because they could just go either way at any time. Like, they built up so much background. And for those non-wrestling fans out there, tweeners are... They're not faces. They're not heels. They're in the middle. They are cheered by the crowd, but they but they kind of do like villainous tendencies. Like yeah. Stone Cold Steve Austin was a tweener back in the nineties, in the late nineties. Like Stone Cold was totally a villain. He was the anti hero who like we all cheered for. Like mm-hmm. he wasn't really the hero. The hero of the show may have, arguably was probably the Undertaker. And like he a gets pushed stories. to the side and because of how big Stone Cold was. It's just the rock became that too. It's just cool because it's like they could literally go one way or the other. They are writing these stories, you know, months ahead of time. You can tell they're putting in the thought, time, and effort to that. Right. But they're also going to base off of how the crowd reacts, how the internet reacts, what gets over, right. you know. So it's like they have so much flexibility. Is, I can, yeah, exactly. That's that's what mm-hmm. I like about it. And so it's like the the one wrestler who was trained at Cody's studio uh, who Cody big shoddy Lee Johnson yeah and it's like they just kind of threw him in there but he's there's who, so much flexibility in the show that it makes sense that he's in there who officially signed his AEW contract this past Wednesday night after his match which is pretty cool mm-hmm. he's pretty cool yeah he's awesome um AEW has mastered the art of slow burns they have mastered it Everybody on the show who is ever featured on Dynamite, every wrestler is involved in some type of slow burn mm-hmm. on their story, wherever they're going towards in their career, wherever their story arc is heading, they're all involved in a slow burn. I could get why some people don't like slow burns because there are times, I'm not going to lie, there are times where some episodes are very slow and you can tell it's just a filler episode, not a lot happens. But with wrestling shows like Dynamite, and even WWE, you're going to have filler episodes every now and then because they're on every week. There's no breaks. They don't have an off season. Like, they literally just keep going. So you can't expect every single episode to be a home run. 
this past week was a fucking home run to where the slow burns are paying off. Like, slow and this burns is are where, paying off, and then even yeah. new stories are being introduced, or new people, or new whatever, right. and it works. It just fucking works. Right, and look at how much, like, going back to NXT a few years ago, look how much you and I were invested into the Tommaso Ciampa and yeah. Johnny Gargano story, because that was a slow burn that took place over a year. And we got lucky, in a weird way, we got lucky that Ciampa got hurt because if he didn't get hurt, then there's no slow burn. That's true. They they executed that perfectly because of his injury. They got lucky with that by far because you know if he wasn't injured, they would have rushed they right into it. Pushed it and so the hard. next takeover would have been them facing each other. Mm-hmm. Instead, we got Gargano. We got Gargano's story about how he's the underdog chasing after the NXT title, can't do it. Ciampa screws him over. And then you go right into that story. And it's like, he screwed him over a couple times before he was even cleared to come back to wrestle. So that way you can build on it and just, you right, hate him more. Right. And that's why, that's why at that takeover, when he didn't have any music, he came out to, fuck you, Ciampa. Like the crowd chanting, fuck you, Ciampa. That, I mean, that is one of the coolest crowd reactions of all time. Of all time. That, that is genuine heat. That is almost non-existent. It's non-existent in WWE. It's existent in AEW, but because they tell a story so well. When you tell a story so well, the crowd will follow what you're supposed to do in terms of cheering the faces and booing the heels. But when you say a guy like Roman Reigns, who's a face, who the fans don't really care for, and it's being rushed and pushed down our throats, the fans are going to shit on it and cheer for the bad guy. No, that's totally 100% right. And, yeah. Have you seen Ciampa lately, by the way? No, what's he doing? He just looks old. Oh, he like he's letting his hair grow out on the no, sides, Ciampa. but he's like bald, like down the middle, and his no. hair's his hair's gray. Like he just looks old. Oh, it's no. like, dude, just shave your head. Like you're still a badass. Just shave your head, man. Just shave your head and take away your music. Right. I like his music. His music actually his his music was the one where I, when we when it first happened, I was like, oh, he got music. But at the same time, you also have to think. Not every time when he comes out, he's not going to get the same reaction every time. He's going to need music at some point, which is true because the fans ended up actually started cheering him because they we got bored with Gargano. That's that's WWE's fault. They don't know how to keep their faces as faces. They have no idea how to book their faces. The one person that's been a decent face has been Drew McIntyre, and that's about it. I mean, yeah, I don't really watch it, so I don't know. Right. Um. But anyway, but AEW Dynamite, I mean, they're the way that they have been just telling their stories. Like this was an episode. If you're not a wrestling fan, this is an episode that I would tell you to go watch, go watch this episode. Cause these stories, they're at a point where they're like at the beginning still, but in the middle at the same time, like especially the main event scene is like in the middle of their mm-hmm, story, mm-hmm. but the rest are all at the beginning. Like the hangman page, story when he we sees, have no idea where that's going no that's what's so great about it even the inner circle story we still we don't have any idea where that's going it could go any direction mm-hmm. in that um but hangman like you don't even have to watch it to understand like the dark order was like hey we like you why don't you hang out with us <laughs> stupid stupid yeah you still get enough like content there to understand what's going on and um, and you get enough content to understand that Matt Hardy is a piece of shit, like right now. I um, I just want to believe that he's a piece of shit. Right. 
Yeah, but John Silver's going, stupid, stupid. Stupid, hey, stupid. Catch, catch you on the flip side. Oh, God, why did I say that? Stupid, stupid. It's just so great how much, like, the Dark Order acts like a bunch of high, like, high schoolers. Like, like oh, hi, hi, hi Adam. Hi, Adam. Uh, do you, you want to join our group yet? Like, yeah. it's so great. I love what they're doing with the Dark Order. I love it. Um, I do miss Brody. Brody is totally, like, AEW is so smart with taking... Brody Lee was the reason why Dark Order was so serious. Right. And when he passed away, they were still goofy on being the elite. They were just like, fuck it. We have to make them like how they are on being the elite on Dynamite. Because it's just going to... Nobody wants to hate them right now. Nobody's... Exactly. Nobody's going to hate the Dark Order right now. There's no way. Um, But I love where that's going. I love the little... If you didn't catch it, because we didn't catch it watching the first time. not at all. uh, Hangman, Matt Hardy's like... Why don't you join me? You sign this paper, and I'll make you a world champion in no time. He's like, you just sign over thirty percent of your earnings to me, and I'll help you through whatever you want to do. And Hangman's like, all right, yeah, for sure. And Matt Hardy turns away to the camera. He goes, "This is why I wanted you here, so you can see that he's going to sign this. So now it's legal." But in the background, you see Hangman take the contract and throw it behind the bar, and he pulls out. A wad of papers, which is looks like a new contract, and puts it down and signs his name. He makes Hardy sign it too. He goes, "Yeah, okay, I signed it. Why don't you sign it too?" And Hardy signs it. So I'm assuming next week we find out what, how did Hangman just screw over Hardy, and it's gonna be great. I know it is gonna be great because mm-hmm. it's been such a slow burn. It's been a and month, two months of Hardy it's gonna, doing scam, scammy contracts right? on other people. Yeah, and you know it's gonna be. We're gonna get. We're going to get, I'm calling it now, Revolution, pay-per-view coming up in March. We're going to get Matt Hardy and Private Party versus Adam Hangman Page and Alex Reynolds and John Silver. You think? Yes. Okay, cool. Yeah, that's what I totally think is going to happen. It's going to be, as John Silver would say, oh, my God, it's so great. Adam, you have such great hair. You just have such a great body. I just love you so much. Oh, my God, you're my favorite. John Silver is the best. It'll be good. Uh, John Silver announced on Twitter this past week that he's going to start his own YouTube channel where he just recreates movie scenes in his living room. Okay. It'll probably <laughs> he, get over. He said he has four made already. He's going to wait. So He's going to just slowly release them. Yeah, he's going to release one at a time once a week. He's supposed oh to get God. up. He's supposed to get up to a point where he just feels comfortable enough to where he can just roll out some videos. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's going to be so great. It's going to get over so Oh, it's going to be so great. Um Let's see what else happened. Uh, Thunder, uh, yeah, the Thunder Rosa, uh, Layla Hirsch match uh, in the women's uh, tournament, Eliminator tournament, was fantastic. That match was so good. Thunder Rosa is by far my favorite women's wrestler right now. By far. And she's still signed with who? She's still signed with uh, NWA right now. Okay. So we'll see what happens there. Uh, Let's start. Oh, Darby Allen and Joey Janela kicking off the ma- kicking off the night with their match for the TNT Championship. What a match! That match was fucking amazing. We literally were just talking about how where's Joey Janela? Like mm-hmm. he's just a guy who does gruesome things. You can only do that so many times. Mm-hmm. And we were literally just saying Joey Janela is probably doing backstage stuff and enjoying that life, right? Um, and there, and then he just comes right. Come, we should just talk about the wrestlers we want to come back. Right. It just seems to happen. Right. Um, this is see, it's happening. It's happening. It's the me and the the Stoutsy and Tricky Illuminati shit. It's happening. It's it happening with us now. Oh, we got some power. It's weird. It's very strange. I mean, if, I I wish I could go back into our podcasts because it would take a lot of time to find all of them. 
But I swear, there's like 20 things. This is even going into like hockey and like even movies that we wish like some things were happening like this and then they ended up actually happening. Somebody's listening. It's weird. <laughs> um, but that match was great. And I love that FTW Team Taz was saying like, we're going to be involved in this match. But they never showed up. So they're just playing mind games with Darby. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you fast forward into the night and Tony Schiavone interviews Sting! And as they're interviewing Sting, he's asking Sting, are you ready for your street fight with Darby against Team Taz at Revolution? Are you ready for it? And Sting's like, yeah, I'm ready. I haven't had a match in five years, but I'll be ready, blah, blah. And then like, the uh, the Titantron cuts on to Taz in the parking lot with Team Taz with Brian Cage, Powerhouse Hobbs, his son Hook, and uh, Ricky Starks. They're like, hey, we're looking forward to Revolution. We got a little present for you. And it's uh, Darby Allen in a body bag. Which he did not have to do. Yeah, he actually does the stunt. Darby he did Allen not have is to insane. do the stunt. So they put Darby in a body bag. They zip up the body bag, and it's tied to the back of this car. They all jump in the car, and the car speeds off, dragging Darby Allen on the so concrete. So fast. And not, yeah, not slow. It was going fucking fast. Like, I mean, like, 20 miles an hour, 25 miles an hour. Like, you might think, like, oh, that's not that fast. Go in a body, lay down in a body bag and get dragged from the back of a car on concrete. so fucking hot. And drag, yeah, get dragged in the back of a car on concrete like that. Yeah, no. I'm sure there's something in the body bag that he's laying on that's protecting him. But, like, still, at the same time. He didn't have to do that. Well, how do you stop it? So, when, that's what I was thinking. I'm like, they're going so fast. I want to see, like, behind the scenes of them stopping, like... Because that bag, him, to he's going to have to come forward at some point, right? Well, they probably had to just go slow. They probably had like a mark where they said you have to hit 10 miles, you had to hit yeah, 5 Yeah, but you miles. still have to be careful with that because if his momentum is going like that, if, you know, even when you start slowing down, he's going to start catching up. You don't want him to get close to the wheels of the car. Right. It's just insane. That's just absolutely insane. Um, MJF. In the inner circle, it seems like they're breaking up. Sammy Guevara. Something's not happening, or something is happening. So with the segment I ripped on, Sammy Guevara, uh, when he's in the room with MJF, he punched, sucker punches MJF in the gut, which is just so... He, MJF is such a great heel, heel that when he gets punched in the gut, you're like, God, that's so... This is so nice it's to so see. so good. <laughs> so nice to see. And um, him and Jericho had a match against... My new favorite tag team. I'm about to buy one of their t-shirts. The fucking acclaimed. Oh my god, these guys are awesome. These guys are fucking awesome. Max Caster can fucking rap, number one. Mm -hmm. Anthony Bowens is great. They remind me of a mix of, like, you throw John Cena into, like, the New Age Outlaws. Like, the New Age Outlaws was Road Dogg and Billy Gunn when they come out. Like, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children, like that. And Billy Gunn never really did anything except he for just saying existed. he would just be like, if you're not down with that, I got two words for you. Suck it. Well, when Max Caster's done doing his freestyle, he freestyles on these wrestlers coming out. He is fucking awesome. And his raps are fucking good, too. That's what's like so great. He's been making his his goal is to make a music video once a week. Oh, like, really? On, to put on dark. Okay. And that's like there's been two two weeks in a row and they both have been fantastic. And um. When he came out, so he does his rap, and after every time he does it, Anthony Bowens reminds me of Billy Gunn. When he's like, AEW, the acclaimed have arrived. And he does like that. <laughs> it's just like, oh, it's, it's like, yes, they fucking get it. They fucking get 
how to connect with the fan. I wish the fans were back because they are going to be so fucking over with the fans. It's mm-hmm. not even funny. The fact that they had just signed an AEW contract like a little over a month ago and they're being predominantly featured on Dynamite every week now against guys like the Bucks and Jericho, that just shows you how much stock AEW has in these two already. Yeah, they they must get along with people backstage and right. show some they're special good. talent. They're good you know wrestl- what I mean? They're good wrestlers too they, on They're top good of on it. live TV. They're not just all talk. They're not just all mic. They're not just all gimmick. They can wrestle too. So... They're the complete package, man. Like, I cannot wait for them. I'm calling it. They're going to be tag team champions either by the end of the year or at the beginning of next year. Okay. I'm calling it. All right. Um, Speaking of, so MJF and Jericho beat the acclaimed, and it was announced that the Bucks were saying that uh, they're going to put the tag team titles on the line next week, and they get to pick who they want to put the titles on the line against. They're like Santana and Ortiz. They just randomly picked them. They're like, they're still good. We'll pick them. So we got the Bucks versus Santana and Ortiz next week for the AEW Tag Team titles. The Good Brothers have still been coming on, uh, getting involved with the Young Bucks, and the Bucks are getting pissed about it, right? Right. And the Bucks wanted to win the Battle Royal last week to face the Good Brothers at Revolution. But the Good Brothers distracted So as of right now, the Young Bucks are wrestling MJF and Chris Jericho at Revolution for the AEW World Tag Team titles. Next week, we get... Inner Circle members Santana and Ortiz against the Young Bucks. The whole story of MJF being in the Inner Circle is for him to slowly break up the Inner Circle one by one. Right. Starts with Sammy, and now it looks like the next two targets are going to be Santana and Ortiz. Okay. Get them out of the Inner Circle. They're slowly breaking them off. I think Santana and Ortiz are going to win the tag team titles at Dynamite next week. Shockingly, like win... To now they're automatically have to face Jericho and MJF at Revolution. And then we get the Bucks, who now don't have the titles anymore. They're going to go wrestle the Good Brothers at Revolution, because why would you not just put that match on pay-per-view anyways? Right. Because everybody wants to see it. Like, that's how you do it. That's how you twist it. That's, I mean, my God. If AEW doesn't do this, I'll be shocked. Like, I will be shocked. But if they don't do it, they're going to do something better than what you just said. Yeah, we'll see. That's what's so good about AEW. <laughs> That's what me and Jim always talk not about. Fucking disappoint when we think you. something's going to happen, see what what I'm saying is nobody thinks it's going to happen. So oh. this is why I think it's going to happen because AEW has been so good at proving people wrong and doing stuff that like because we're so used to WWE giving us the shitty fucking like. We know exactly what's going to happen. We know they're not going to lose the titles. Mm-hmm. Like, blah, blah. It's too close to a pay-per-view. They're not going to lose the titles. Shit like that. I think AEW's totally going to flip the script and be like, gotcha. This is how we get the Bucks against the Good Brothers. Everybody's happy at this point now. Right. And now you're forced into Jericho and MJF versus Santana and Ortiz at Revolution. They have no choice but to wrestle each other now. So where Santana and Ortiz are going to get pissed at MJF. MJF's probably going to cheat to win in that match. They're going to become tag team champions. Santana Ortiz is going to get pissed and leave the inner circle. Probably, yeah. That, and now I mean, you're that left works with out Jake perfectly. Hager. Now you're left with Jake Hager and Jericho, the only two original members left. Hager's now the next one who's going to get picked off. He's going to leave, and it's going to lead into the eventual face. Warlow versus it's going to, Jericho. It's going to lead into the eventual face turn for Jericho against MJF, and then the inner circle is going to reunite as a now this time as faces all right okay that's what i'm calling okay that's good that's good prediction even if it's predictable even if it's whatever 
they have to do this. Like, that story is too good not to tell. That's a story I just want to see get played out. Mm-hmm. I want to see it happen. Even if the outcome's not yeah. the same, you want to see right. some of that shit happen. Right. I mean, the Inner Circle arguably have the best story going. And their story is such a good slow burn to where they were kind of sat in the background for like a month on Dynamite and let other people do some shit. Because they were so... Mm-hmm. They're the inner circle. They have Chris Jericho. They're they're set. They don't need to be on every nope. episode. You have Jericho in your group, you're good. Like, you're, like your group is gravy. Like, you don't need anything else. Now, we're getting close to the pay-per-view. Fuck it. Let's start ramping up that story a little bit right. now again. Let's bring them back in, fucking to the main picture again. Yep. So, it's just so good. The booking and pacing of Dynamite, AEW, top-notch. Then you got the main event... Uh, Kenny Omega with Kenta from New Japan, which is still fucking crazy to me. Versus it is crazy. Lance Archer and John Moxley in a street fight, basically. Falls count anywhere. No disqualification match on Dynamite. And what a fucking match it was. I mean, they beat the shit out of each other. There's a box of potatoes got to hit over fucking Omega and Kenta's in the head. Kitchen. The box of taters. It was just so great. It was just so great. And face Lance Archer is so awesome. I like that actually a lot. It's so awesome. Well, he's like what we said, though. Moxley and Archer are total tweeners. They're not Mm -hmm. face or heels. They're tweeners. And they're still going to beat up the good guys to get what they want because they're not satisfied until they get what they want. I Mm -hmm. love that because that's real life. They're hungry. Like if people, if if wrestling, let's be honest, if wrestling was real, you would have assholes everywhere. There would not be any good guys. Mm Mm-mm. They'd always be beating up people they right. that's why Cena, that were in their way. That's why Cena got booed all the time because he was the goody two-shoes. Oh, we're back to the Hulk Hogan stuff from the 80s when the fans were like, how can you go from Stone Cold Steve Austin to John Cena's the next guy? Even though now I, I totally miss John Cena in WWE now. <laughs> I, I want him back so bad. Please come back. Please come back, Cena. John, who's that in AEW? It's it's John. Beam, be, do, be. You can't have the music. Sung by WWE. Even the pew, pew, pew. Yeah, no, you got to put it a little off tempo or something. You got to do something different. But anyway, um, yeah, I, AEW Dynamite, fucking top notch. Can't wait for next week. Um, I can't even remember what was advertised for next week because this past week was so good. Uh, February 10, 29th is something with Moxley. It's uh, it's a New Japan Kenta. show. Yeah, it's a New Japan yeah. show. Moxley and Kenta. Uh, That's the only thing I remember. The IWGP United States Heavyweight Championship, which is John Moxley's the current champion, has been for over a year now because he can't get to Japan to defend the title. <laughs> yeah. So um, he's got two belts on him right now. No. Omega, Omega's Oh, yeah, champion. that's right. Right. Um, So we'll see. I mean, it seems like potentially at Revolution, we could potentially get either a fatal four-way or a triple threat match for the AEW World Championship with... You can now throw in Kenta and Lance Archer into the fray and just have like a giant main event match. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love what they're doing here. Absolutely love it. Absolutely fucking love all of it. Let's go AEW. This past week, Dynamite, top notch. I mean, just top notch from start, from literally start to finish was good. I agree. Yeah. Can't wait. AEW Dynamite. If you can, somehow, go watch that episode. Even non-wrestling fans, go check it out because it was that good. All right. Time for the last thing of the show. <laughs> Our lyric game. 
I'm kind of nervous. I've prepared a lot of songs. I don't even know which ones I'm going to gonna do. I feel like they're either going to be really easy or really hard. Uh, oh, I think it's I think it's going to be a lot harder than we think for sure. I, I think so too. Oh, and there was uh before we get going with the literate game, one more thing on the on dynamite. Uh Cody Rhodes and during the match uh, apparently had a slight tear, suffered a slight tear in his uh rotator cuff. Ooh. So we'll see if he's going to be out of action for long or oh, if he's going to work through it. Um and he has that match with Shaq coming up, which is I feel bad for Shaq because there's been like two other times in WWE where he was supposed to have a match and the wrestler got injured like right before they oh, were going to no. wrestle him. Big Show was one of them. I think Big Show was the second one too. Like they were supposed to always have a match against each other and the wrestler ended up getting hurt. It's like Shaq, are you cursed, man? Yeah, I was going like, to say Shaq's got a curse. Um. Uh yeah. Fuck. What was the other thing I was going to say? I don't know. Oh, with the so my theory on the tag team titles though, real quick with mm-hmm. Inner Circle. So they've been promoting Revolution already and showing the match graphic with Sting and Darby versus Team Taz, right? Right. So if it's already set in stone that we were getting the Young Bucks versus MJF and Jericho, why haven't we seen the match graphic yet for Revolution when we got in the other one? Because it's not happening. Because Santana and Ortiz are going to wrestle. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. right. There's a reason why we haven't gotten the match graphic yet because there isn't one. Because there's not going to be one. Because they don't have the answers yet. Mm -hmm. No, because we should, it should already be, it should be promoting, right? But AEW is so smart, they're not going to be like WWE and false advertise and change the card on you. Because if you really think about it, on the last episode, during that whole episode, they were never like, we're going to take on the Young Bucks and win those tag titles. They never were really like pushing that. Okay. All right. Smart. <laughs> You're a mark. All right. Lyric game. It's back with a little twist instead of coming up with the name of the artist and name of the song. It could be Nardi- Ar- Nardis. Nardis? It could be the artist and the name of the song or the movie. We're going for the movie, though. Yeah. We're going for the movie. So we're just trying to think of what movie it's from. Uh, do you want me to go first? Do you, do you want, or do you want to go? I first? don't care. We have five, right? And a couple yes, we have five. Yes, I got a couple extra. Yeah, we got a couple extra just in case we have the same song too. Okay. All right. You going first? I'll, I'll go first, right. I guess. Um. In every job that must be done, there's an element of fun. You find the fun and snap. The job's a game. And every task you undertake becomes a piece of cake. A lark, a spree, it's very clear to see that. Say it again. Oh, good. I thought this would be a fucked up one for you. In every job that must be done, there is an element of fun. You find the fun and snap the job's a game. And every task you undertake becomes a piece of cake. Sounds like a really old Disney movie. A lark, a spree, it's very clear to see that... This sounds like a total old. That's those lyrics just scream like fifties cartoon movie. It's not a cartoon. That uh, that's a clue. Oh, it's not a fucking cartoon. It's in the same realm you of Disney bitch. movies. No, this fucking counts. This basically fucking counts as a cartoon. All right. Well. Okay. Well. Go again. Then go again one more time. Now. In every job that must be done, there there are cartoons in this fucking Mary movie. Poppins. Yes, but what's the song? I don't know the song. 
a lark, a spree. It's very clear to see oh, that God. a spoonful of sugar makes the medicine go down. No? Yeah, no. Good. You never saw that movie? No. <gasps> it's so good. Yeah, I didn't like Sound of Music either. You, you did this time we watched it. I thought it was okay, and I wouldn't like go out of my way to watch it again. God, why are we fucking dating? I don't know. That's the... That's <laughs> You would love it. There's cartoons. There's tap dancing. It's great. Maybe. <laughs> I basically gave it to you because I said, mm, fine, you get one point, not two. I know. All right. I never thought blank. I'm, I'm saying blank for words that will that totally we'll give, give it away. away. Yeah. I never thought blank essential. They're crude and unspeakable plain. But maybe they're a glimmer of potential. If alley to my vision and brain. I know that your powers of retention are as wet as a blank's backside. But thick as you are, pay attention. My words are a matter of pride. You have to say it again. I never thought blank essential. They're crude and unspeakable plain. It's unspeakably plain. But maybe they're a glimmer of potential. If alley to my vision and brain, I know that your powers I know that your powers of retention are as wet as a blank's backside. But as thick as you are, pay attention. My words are a matter of pride. Uh Little Mermaid. Final answer? Yes. Damn it. What is it? A shining new era is tiptoeing nearer. And where do we feature? Just listen to the teacher. I know it sounds adored, but you'll be rewarded. When at the last I am given my dues and justice deliciously squared, be prepared. I knew I recognized some of the words and I knew it was a villain. I never thought hyenas essential. They're crude and unspeakably plain, but maybe they're a glimmer of potential. If allied to my vision and brain, I know that your powers of retention are as wet as a warthog's backside. Oh, keywords. Mm-hmm. See, I don't have to take out any words. Be prepared. All right, all right. By, by Scar, the Lion King. Scar, who ate Mufasa, by the way. Fun fact. Oh my god, don't even get into that. <laughs> okay. Um I'm not gonna do that one yet. He's a cannibal. Which, so if, if we're taking out words Which hey, uh real quick to anybody listening out there, if you guys wanna look up a fucked up conspiracy theory, look up that Scar eat Mufasa after you killed Mufasa. Alright, you ready? Yes. Back when the world was new, the planet Earth was down on its luck. And everywhere gigantic brutes called blank ran amok. It was a nasty place. There was a mess everywhere you stepped. Where chaos reigned and earthquakes and volcanoes never slept. Anything? Say it again. One more time. Back when the world was new, the planet Earth was down on its luck. And everywhere gigantic brutes called blank ran amok. It was a nasty place. There was a mess everywhere you stepped. Where chaos reigned and earthquakes and volcanoes never slept. 
We're going for the movie. Yes. Hercules. Yes. Yeah. What's the name of the song? Back when the world was new. Oh, fuck. Oh. I should know this. Um, I should totally know this. Because it's like the gospel song, isn't it? It's the gospel truth. Oh, it's the gospel truth? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what it's called. Oh. So you've got three points total. Three? From the One from the first round. Oh, yeah. Okay. Just trying to be fucking fair. All right. Next for you. Master, I don't think you quite realize what you got here. So why don't you just ruminate? Ruminate. You don't even pronounce the words correctly. Ruminate. Ruminate? R-U-M-I-N-A-T-E. Okay. Ruminate? I don't think that's a word, but okay. So why don't you just ruminate while I illuminate the possibilities? Well, blank blank had 40 thieves. Blank had a thousand tails. But master, you're in luck because up your sleeves, you got a brand. You got a brand. Aladdin. Keep going. What's the song? I know. Keep going. But master, you're in luck because up your sleeves, you got a brand of magic never fails. You got some power in your corner now, some heavy ammunition in your camp. You got some punch, some pizzazz. Yahoo, and how? See, all you gotta do is rub that lamp, and I'll say, "Mr. Aladdin, sir, what will be your, what will your pleasure be? <laughs> Let me take your order, jot it down. Ain't never had a friend like me." That's what it. You didn't give me a chance to give the name of the title. Oh, yeah, that's my bad. You get the point then. Thank you. That was literally where I was going with it. Were you gonna say that? Yes. Sorry, I forgot you didn't say the name of the title. So I have two points. Yeah, you bitch. have two, two, three. That one was hard to read because it's obviously Robin Williams making up words like throughout, like Shambazi. Like, that's literally one of the lyrics. Shambazi and Jubilee, you never had a friend like me. Like, <laughs> okay, you ready? Yeah. Whatever you do, I'll do it too. Show me everything and tell me how. It all means something, yet nothing to me. I can see there's so much to learn. It's so close and yet so far. I see myself as people see me. Oh, I just know there's something bigger out there. Moana. Is that final answer? You want me to keep going? Keep going. Keep going. You sure you don't want that to be yes, your final keep going, answer? Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Did I just trick you? <laughs> I want to know. Can you show me? That was, that was the last line I was going to read. I want to know. Can you show me? Or or is it Aladdin? I can show you. It is Aladdin. Is it? Is it Aladdin or Moana? So you can't fuck or with, a you can't sing. Third you answer. can't sing. You're a, winning. I can do whatever I want. No, you can't sing a song to throw me off. Say it again, though. Whatever you do, I'll do it too. Show me everything and tell me how. It all means something, and yet nothing to me. I can see there's so much to learn. It's all so close and yet so far. I see myself as people see me. Oh, I just know there's something bigger out there. I want to know, can you show me? Fuck. It's a, uh, yeah. Give you just enough. 
I'm so I'm gonna still go with Moana. I wanna know, can you show me? I wanna know about these strangers like me. Phil Collins from Oh, it's Tarzan. Tarzan. Damn it! You lost. You suck. I'm still winning. For three to two. All right. I got myself a notion. One, I know that you'll understand. To set the world in motion by reaching out for each other's hand. Maybe we'll discover that we should have known all along. One way or another, together's where we all belong. Is it Moana? Is that your final answer? No, you already said no, though. Is that your final answer? No, can you read it one more time? I got myself a notion. One I know that you'll understand. To set in motion by reaching out for each other's hand. Maybe we'll discover that we should have known all along. One way or another, together's where we all both belong. Is it the Goofy movie? Is that what it is? Final answer? Yeah. It is a Goofy movie. What is the song? I don't know the song. You don't know the song? Is it Eye to Eye? Is that your final answer? Yeah, because it's the only one I know from it. Yes, it's Eye to Eye. (laughs) And she's back. Four to three. If we listen to each other's heart. I figured you would pick that. If we listen to each other's heart. Yeah, that's what it is. We'll find we're never too far apart. Still like the most underrated Disney song of all time. Because they totally modeled it after Prince. Oh, they totally did. Are you ready? Yeah, I guess so. This is song number three or four. This is round three for you. I th- For you. Who went first? You. Did you read first? Yeah. Okay, so this is actually round four then. Okay. I just have a lot of songs, so I don't know. Mm-hmm. You ready? So it's three to three, actually. No, I have four. I had two, and I got two on the last round. You still have three. Whatever. Are you fucking ready? Yes. Oh, imagine a land. It's a faraway place. Where the caravan camels roam, where you wander and where you wander among every culture and tongue, it's chaotic. But hey, it's home. Can you do it one more time? Yeah, sure. I'm totally gonna lose this game. You should get this one. Oh, imagine a land. It's a faraway place where the caravan camels roam, where you wander oh. among every culture and tongue. It's chaotic. But hey, it's home. What was the first line? What was the first line? Oh, imagine a land. It's a faraway place. place. And you said no songs from Milan. That was your rule, right? From who? You said Milan. Milan? Isn't that? Didn't you say before we started, like, no songs from Milan? Because you didn't know any? No, from Coco. Oh, from Coco. I know Milan. Coco. I've never seen Coco. I've only seen Milana once. I don't know. Oh, wait, let me guess. Let me guess the movie. Okay. Emperor's New Groove. When the e- winds from the east and the sun from the west and the sand in the glass is right, come on down, stop a by, hop a carpet and fly. To another Arabian night. That's Arabian Arabian Nights? Arabian Nights. Yeah. Ugh. 
That's like the, of course, the one song from Aladdin that I didn't care for is the one. Oh my that you god, picked. it's such a good song. No, "Friend Like Me" is the best. Well, yeah, it's a good. And one. even Will Smith's cover of "Friend Like Me" is even good. So no points for you. That's fine. I have often dreamed of a far-off place. So many Disney songs have the same lyrics, I feel like. I have often dreamed of a far-off place where a hero's welcome will be waiting for me, where the crowds would cheer when they see my face, and a voice keeps saying this is where I'm meant to be. It's Hercules. What's the song called? What is the song called? It's called about like running or I'm a hero running. I'm on my way. Is that what it's called? No. But it's Hercules. Yes, so you get one point. So you're up five to three going into the last what round. What is the name of the song? Go the Distance. Go the Distance! I said, I said running! So fu- I said it's fucking running! I didn't realize... I didn't, oh! I didn't realize that was Michael Bolton singing that. Who's Michael Bolton? This is a tale of Captain Jack Sparrow! <laughs> Michael Bolton, he was so... He was extremely popular in the 80s. Like, I didn't realize that was him, though. That's hilarious. What what one should I do next? I have like others that I'm gonna read for you after. Me too. The game because okay. I want to see if you get them. That's so hard. I can't. The one I had next for you, I can't do because like I want to sing it like so bad. <laughs> uh, I feel like you're gonna get this one. I don't want to do that one if you're gonna get it, but I don't want to give you a hard hard one. Come on. If you don't get this one, how about how about this? If you don't get this one, because I want to see if you're going to get it. All right. Because I know you've watched If I don't get this, this, what? Then I'm going to read the one that I didn't want to read. Right. So you kind of get two chances. All right. All right. I'm skipping the first line. Laughing back and forth at the other one has to say. Reminiscing and this and that and having such a good time. Oodle lolly, oodle golly, what a day. Never ever thinking there was danger in the water. They were drinking, they just guzzled it down. Never dreaming that a scheming blank in this blanky blank was watching them and gathering around. Blanky blank, blanky blank, running through the forest, jumping fences, dodging trees, and trying to get away. Contemplating nothing but escape and probably make it. Yes. Oodle lolly, oodle lolly, oodle golly, what a day. Oh my good. Yes. Did I give you too much information? No. So what's the name of the song? I don't know because I remember you one of the last nights at the old house. You watched this movie and I remember Oogalogly Oogalolly and then you said the name and now I can't remember the fucking name. What's the name of the song? Just take a guess. Just guess. Something Thieves. Something Thieves? Mm Mm-hmm. No. I don't know. Oodalolly. It's just (laughs) Oodalolly? That's it? Yes, but did you like that movie? That's bullshit. I should get points for no, that. No, you got one point, so you have four. You're still losing because um, it's 5-4. But did you like that movie or not? Yeah, I liked that movie. Oh but... You've never seen it, though, until then. Yeah. All right. Uh, we're going into the bonus rounds here, all right? Katie wins the game. Thank you. You won. Whatever. But How we're many going bonus in... rounds do you have? I have three songs. I have three, too. Okay, let's do it. So maybe, you know what? I have four, actually. I, I do have four. So why don't you read one as a bonus right now, and then we'll do a bonus bonus round of okay. three. All right. Bon- this is just bonus for you? Yeah. Right. This would have been my last question. All right. That's so easy. 
some other folks might be a little smarter than I am, bigger and stronger too, maybe, but none of them will ever love you the way I do. It's me and you. After I have to read it fast, because if I read it slow, it's going to give it away. Okay, go again then. Some other folks might be a little smarter than I am, bigger and stronger too, maybe, but none of them will ever love you the way I do, the way I do. It's me and you. You kind of got it. Sing it or say it again one more time. Some other folks might be a little bit smarter than I am, bigger and stronger too, maybe, but none of them will ever love you the way I do. It's me and you. What is that song? Oh my god, it's so easy. I want to sing it so bad. But as the years go by, our friendship will never die. Gotta see it's our destiny. You got a friend in me. Yep, okay. Good choice, good choice. I don't think I would have gotten it. Well... That's the only verse of the song that doesn't give away the song because every other verse is, you got a friend in me, like, mm-hmm. throughout the song. What right. movie is it from? I don't fucking know. It's one of them. Are you being serious? Is it the first one? It's the first one, yeah, for sure. Yeah, you idiot. It is, they play it in all the songs. Well, you could say all of them because it's in all four movies. Yeah. You want me to go first for the round, bonus round? No, what movie it is. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. All right, you think I'm a blank blank, and you've been so many places, I guess it must be so, but I still cannot see if the blank one is me. How can there be so much that you don't know, you don't know? You think you own whatever land you land on. The earth is just a dead thing you can claim. But I know every rock and sea and creature has a life, has a spirit, has a name. Making sure it's not the song that I picked for you. <laughs> you can't cheat. I have no idea. I you have no, no idea. idea. Mm-hmm. You don't want to guess. You don't want me to read it again. Read it one more time. You think I'm a blank blank and you've been so many places. I guess it must be so. But I still cannot see if this blanky is me. <laughs> I almost said it. How can there be so much that you don't know? You don't know. You think you own whatever land you land on. The earth is just a dead thing you can claim. Little Mermaid? No. No idea. It's it's Color of the Wind by Pocahontas. I hated that movie. <gasps> it was such a good movie. I hated Pocahontas. It was really sad, though. That was like the one Disney movie I didn't like. I like the music and I like Pocahontas. Yeah, but, I but I didn't. I was really sad when I watched it. Yeah, I did it. not like it. You think I'm an ignorant. Right. Here's another one for you. The blank is always greener in somebody else's lake. You dream about going up there. Um, Little Mermaid, and it's uh, the lobster singing. The, the What's seaweed, the song called? The seaweed is always greener. What's the song called? Because this actually blew my mind. Big mistake. Oh my God, it's the most popular song from this movie. Under the sea. Under the sea. That's not the name of the song. I blew my mind today. I thought Under the Sea was the name of the song. So I typed in Under the Sea lyrics. The song is actually called Kiss the Girl. That's a different song. Nope. It's Kiss the Girl. Under the Sea. Under the Sea. That's a different song. It's literally right here. Google. Kiss the Girl lyrics. Google has it wrong. That's It's called Kiss the Girl. Unless Google is wrong, but I doubt it is. Because it's a separate song. 
I don't know, but we'll see. Yeah, we'll we'll talk about it. All right. Well, then if Google, you're fucking up. Then. Right. Um. What's your, do you have any others? I have two more. I have two more. Okay. The I have to skip the first verse. Wherever I wander, wherever I roam, I couldn't be fonder of my big home. The bees are buzzing in the tree to make some honey just for me. When you look under the rocks and plants and take a glance at my at the fancy ants, there may be then maybe try a few. Say it again. Uh, let me keep going. Oh, where'd they go? Okay. Skipping the main chorus. Now, when you pick a pawpaw or a prickly pear, and you pick a raw paw. Next time, beware. Don't pick the prickly pear by the paw. When you pick a pear, use the claw. The fuck is this? But you don't need to use the claw when you ha- when you pick a pear of the big paw paw. Did you Have pick I like the hardest song ever? No. What is this? So just try and relax. Yeah, cool it. Fall apart in my backyard. Because let me tell you something, little britches. If you act like the bees acts, uh-huh, you're working too hard. Bugs life? Don't spend your time looking around for something you want that can't be found when you find out you can live without it and go along not thinking about it i'll tell you something true the blank blank of life will come to you no idea it's the bare necessities that's the bare necessities yeah that whole thing now when you pick a pawpaw or a prickly pear (laughs) all right here's my next song to you if you're hungry for a fat If you're hungry for a hunk of fat and juicy meat, yep, yep, yep. Eat my buddy Puma here because he's a treat. Yep, yep, yep. Lion King. <laughs> that wasn't it. I just remember that one. Oh. Because <laughs> you could be a big pig too. Oi! It's my favorite part of the Lion King. Yeah, and they didn't have it in the fucking live action. Good. I'm okay that they didn't. Don't ruin that song. Okay, but here's my real one. I've been staring at the edge of the water as long as I can remember, never really knowing why. I wish I could be the perfect daughter, but I come back to the water no matter how hard I try. Is it Moana or, or Mulan? It's one of the two. Perfect Daughter is definitely Mulan. I can this lead with pride. I can make us strong. I'll be satisfied if I play all along. You're just going to talk over me as I'm playing the song? Me. You're just going to talk over as we're playing the game? Yeah, go ahead. No, I said it. Shouldn't have been singing. I think it's Moana. It is. Okay. Every turn that I take, every trail that I track... Moana is good. Probably the best Disney movie that has come out in the last like ten years. Yes, I fucking worked at Disney. I can agree with that. All right, you ready for your last one? Mm-hmm. This is Disney, but out of the box Disney. Okay. Yay! Why Star Wars. Are there so many songs about blanks? And what's on the other side? Blanks are visions, but only illusions, and blanks have nothing to hide. I feel like I know this. So we've been told, and some choose to believe it. I know they're wrong. Wait and see. A nightmare before Christmas. Someday we'll find it. The blank connection. The lovers, the dreamers, and me. I feel like I should know this. Who said that every wish would be heard and answered when we wished on the morning star. Somebody thought of that, and someone believed it. Look what it's done so far. What's so amazing that keeps us stargazing, and what do we think we might see? Someday we'll find it, the blank connection, the lovers, the dreamers, and me. What is this? I know this. 
It's out of the box Disney. It's not cartoon, but it's not. I know this. Um, All of us under its spell, we probably hocus know, pocus. No, we know that it's probably magic. Have you been half asleep? And have you heard the voices? I've heard them calling my name. Is this the sweet sound that young that calls young sailors? Halloween Town. No, it's not creepy. Chicken. The voice that might be the one and the same. I've heard it too many times to ignore it. Is something I'm supposed to be. Avengers Endgame. Someday we'll find it. The blank connection. Spider Man. The Far lovers, from the dreamers, and me. No idea. Okay, so I'll give you the title. Okay. If you could tell me what movie it's from. Okay. I'm gonna say if you can give me what movie it's from. Disney. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then I'll give you the game. Okay. The Rainbow Connection. The Rainbow. I know. Why are there so many songs about rainbows and what's on the other side? Rainbows are visions, but only illusions, and rainbows have nothing to hide. And so we've been told, and some choose to believe it. I know they're wrong. Wait and see. Hannah Montana. Someday we'll find it. The rainbow connection. The lovers, the dreamers, and me. No idea. The Muppets. It's Kermit Uh, the fucking frog, dude. No, no. You didn't like the Muppets? Yeah. Okay, I got... You ready for your last one? If you get this right, I'll give you the game. I already fucking won. This is the one that's really hard for me not to sing. Okay. Okay, okay, I see what's happening here. You're face-to-face with greatness, and it's strange. You don't even know how I feel, and it's adorable. Well, it's nice to see that humans never change. Open your eyes, let's begin. Breathe it in. I know it's a lot, the hair, the bod. Can't you see you're staring at a demigod? Yeah, it's Moana. Okay, okay. I see what's happening here. I knew you were going to pick this. You're face-to-face with greatness, and it's strange. You don't even know how to feel. It's adorable. It's nice to see that humans never change. Open your eyes. Let's (laughs) begin. Yes, it's really me. It's Maui. Breathe it in. I know it's a lot, the hair, the bod, when you're staring at a demigod. What can I say except you're welcome for the tides, the sun, the sky. Hey, it's okay, it's okay, you're welcome. I'm just an ordinary demigod. It's the, one of the best Disney songs ever made, hands down. The rock fucking kills it. If that would have come out in 1996, that would be a song we all that's talk I, about, like Lion That's King. why I loved it, because it's like, it's been so long since we got a goofy fucking Disney song. Like, Let the It actor, Go was good, that, but... That the actor actually sang. Yeah. Not like a voiceover for the actor. Because, yeah. like, The Lion King, Matthew Broderick, Matthew Broderick isn't singing Can You Feel the Love Tonight. No. Like, The Rock is actually doing that. How that one wasn't nominated for the Academy Award and How Far I Go was, that still was like... Oh, it's because Lynn Moran, uh, what's his name? Lynn Manuel. Moran, yeah. I can I always fuck up his name. Is he the one in uh... Hamilton? Yeah, Lynn Manuel. How far I'll go? Oh, okay. And that lost to Frozen. Well, wait, no, you too lost to Frozen, which was like, are you stupid? Frozen was so popular. I I, I can that. tell you, I worked at Disney World for two years. I literally watched Frozen one time in my life. One time. No one knows. It's not that good. It's not that good. Frozen is a complete ripoff of The Lion King. It's a complete ripoff. It's the exact same story. It's the exact same story. Yes. 
right, whatever. You win the Disney game that I Thank thought was going to be easy. It was a lot harder Thank than I thought. It was I gonna told be. you it was going to be fucking hard. What's your one, two, three finish? And let's get at it. Uh, one, two, three finish. Fuck Disney because they are a multi-billion-dollar company and fucks on off their workers. So, fuck you, Disney. Two. Um, fuck people who lie when they sell their houses, personal things going on, um, <laughs> lots of water in the basement happening, and three, let's go for more SNL happy, happy fucking skits. Mm-hmm. Like, let's, like, I don't care if it's political, rip on both sides, but like, couldn't it just be funny? Thank you. All right. Uh, my number one, let's go blues, even though it feels like we're going to play the Arizona Coyotes for the rest of the season. Um, <laughs> it's never going to stop. It's never going to end. And we can't beat them for some reason. They have our number right now, which is extremely annoying. But let's go blues. Uh, number two, fucking right. It finally happened. I don't have to boycott the season. Yadier Molina signing with the Cardinals. Fuck yeah. One year deal. It's probably him and Molina or Molina and Wainwright's farewell tour. I'm okay with it. I'm good. Let's go. Um, I'm, I'm excited. Let him retire as a Cardinal if he I can wants watch to Cardinals games. Cardinal. I can watch Cardinals games. Uh, and number three, shout out to fucking AEW. I mean, he's killing it. Killing it. Top-notch storytelling, top-notch wrestling. It's fucking great. All right, you can find us Offended on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube at OffendedPod. Make sure to follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Trick1042. You can follow KDK Naked Lady on Twitter at Naked Lady with two Ys. What? That kind of came out funny. Naked lady with two eyes. Naked lady with two <laughs> eyes. Uh, make sure to go check out our playlist exclusively on Spotify at Offender Presents Songs of the Week, which is updated right now. Um, except for these songs that are on this episode. You just lied. You just lied. <laughs> um, <laughs> make sure wherever you're listening to this on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts, you can find us just by searching Offended. Subscribe, give us a five star rating, tell your friends, just like the weekend said. Um, make sure to go check out anythingbutcredible.com for all your network needs where you can find us offended. You can find anything but credible and the Going Off Topic podcast as well. Again, that's anythingbutcredible.com. Make sure to go check out Podcast Mo. And that about does it here on Offended. Longer episode, but we haven't played a game in a while. I kicked ass, thank God whatever go fuck yourself well anyway for katie katie naked lady i'm tricky this has been offended presented by the anything but credible network and to play you out in its entirety is making a fire brand new song by the foo fighters hope you enjoy as much as i do we will see you guys next week Uh, bye